Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new space for my beautiful voice, a wonderful new podcast called The Weekly Gaming on Xbox. And this is not a solo adventure either. I have a little friend here with me. <laughs> okay, that's one way to start it. Uh, <laughs> we are your hosts. I am Trevor, aka Mini Penguin Gaming on YouTube and Twitch, with my best buddy, Bryce. Known as B2 Gaming on YouTube and everywhere else. And today, we're starting a new, fun little adventure in the world of sound and voice. A podcast! <laughs> and we're super excited to start out this new episode zero wonderful little joyful story with a fun opener. <laughs> Bit of an introduction and start. Yes. Um, so this is the week of 12, 16, 20. We have some fun news stories for you. Tons of interesting updates on the channel and other stuff. And even some fun news stories and other things going on in the space of YouTube, Xbox, and everything gaming. So if I you want to start... Keep it alive. <laughs> if you want to start out, Trevor, <laughs> we are going to have just a little bit of an introduction for both of us going down all of our um, local needs, our names and affiliations, some basics about who we are and where we go. Um, and even maybe a little fun story for both of us on how we got into gaming and other stuff like that. Um, so if you want to start out, Trevor, it would be awesome to hear <laughs> all of that fun little factors for you. Um, I think I'll start off with uh, my gaming history. I've been gaming for pretty much as long as I can remember. Uh, since I was <laughs> pretty much like three, I'd always watch either my cousins or someone play. Um, obviously at that time, you know, your little three-year-old hands, you can't really, uh, hold the controller very well, but you know, you can try. Little Trevor um, was sitting on the ground, slamming the yeah. Xbox controller up against everybody. I actually, actually, I started on the, uh, PlayStation 1 and 2. Uh, those were actually my first consoles. I didn't own an Xbox until, I think it was about 12. All I'm hearing <laughs> so is blasphemy. I, <laughs> uh yeah but no i started on the playstation 2 um pack uh when i was like three um it's been quite a journey um i've definitely played on both consoles uh xbox playstation grew up with both uh so the controller feeling has not really been an issue for me um i think my first ever game i played was i would say say i think itoy for the playstation 2 um because most of that was interactive with the camera so definitely kind of i think that definitely kind of got me started um but if we're term talking terms of like with a controller it'd probably be like a hot wheels game because you know at that age (laughs) what at that age what what kid isn't playing hot wheels on a playstation so kind of started there and you know, um, weird then... side thing, I've never gotten the controller, like, pain thing. Like, I've I've played on PS2, Xbox 360, Xbox One, PS4, um, and I've never really understood controller uncomfortableness. Like, I've always preferred the Xbox because I like offset joysticks, um, but lots of people complain about not liking the feel of either PS4 or Xbox, and that's why they're on the other team, but I really do not understand where that comes from because I've never had any trouble, truly. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't either. I've always grown up with uh, the different controllers and like switching back and forth with PC as well. So it's like uh, readjusting has never been too much of an issue. Oh yeah. I don't understand how people have issues with that. That's just like 
everyone's different though too so yeah. like I, I i guess it also depends on like age um so like older people more are more likely probably gonna prefer the xbox controller because it's a bigger controller um it's always been a bigger controller until recently with the new playstation controllers um finally getting an update and <laughs> um upgrade in terms of size yeah um but playstation controllers have always been really small and so uh it's been better for the smaller crowds of uh kids gaming in terms of stuff like that oh 100 um so that's never been too bad for me because uh, i've always grown up playing on both um playing even with the old old school wii gotta love those games i that's the uh, only controller that i've ever had trouble with is like the nintendo switch for all of you switchers out there i'm so sorry um <laughs> the joysticks on the like actual console are so mushy and i hate it especially whenever you come from xbox where the sticks feel like you're like they just feel so responsive. They're so, like, to the point where you feel like you're almost breaking them every time you use them because they're so, like, coming along with you for every turn in Call of Duty, for every build in um, Minecraft, like, for everything. Those those sticks really feel like they're keeping up with you. Yeah. And actually, like, in terms of, like, Wii, I'm talking, like, the first original Wii where it was, uh, like, a remote, the actual remote-sized Wii oh, controller where yeah, it was, the, yeah. like, the stick and... Yeah. Those were always interesting. Um, they're very different. Uh, they're very fun. I love those things. I wish I... I don't even know if I still have mine. I think we do, but we have, like, no fun games for it, so... <laughs> I love that. It's all, like, the old school. Like, there's some games where it's, like, you know, you get the classic, like, Wii Sports with it, which, you know, obviously it's very fun, but, you know, you kind of want to expand. Like, I remember... My cousin would always my cousin would always kick our butts in uh Mario Kart and it would it would piss me off, I tell you that. Oh my god. But you know, getting older, you know, you, you learn how to play more and then you went up your finally cousin. caught up. <laughs> yeah, I finally I finally he he hates it when I play Call of Duty with him. I oh. always kick his butt now because I he used to whoop us. Like it would be thirty to zero. He would give us pity points. And oh now it's like we one v one, and I, I I whooped him, and it's so funny to see uh, the change in uh, all that stuff. So how'd you get into like YouTube and your Twitch and your Mixer at one point? Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, and just all that kind of stuff. Uh, YouTube. I tried starting a YouTube channel for many years. I think. I think. I think the first video I ever uploaded was like some of the real life stuff. Um, trying to do stuff like that, like you know, like vlogging kind of stuff before yeah. it was really considered like before I really knew what it was. Yeah. Um, back when I was eleven, I want to say ten or eleven. Um, so it's been about seven, eight years. I'd say I'd be trying to do this. Um, I've never really taken off. I'm still haven't. I was I'm still to trying say, to. You're definitely now. the ladder. Yeah, it's very tough right now, too, and it's always been tough for me to just record by myself um, because it's it's really boring to kind of record by yourself and just do that. Uh, I've always found it more interesting and more fun to have someone to record with because you have someone to talk to. Um, things definitely are more likely to go wrong then, and it's just a lot more fun for you, for your audience, just anyone uh, in terms of that and 
definitely watching a lot of the bigger YouTubers that I watch. Um, I've watched them growing up. Uh, I've seen them around for many years. Um, they've kind of, it's always been an inspiration because it's like, you watch some of their old videos and they talk about how at that time they had so many subscribers. Well, one of them climbed from like one to like 10 or 12 million in a year. And it was ridiculous. And I'm like, how? Literally <laughs> and this <story>. is, <laughs> yeah, but this is back in, this was like f six, seven years ago where it's like to grow that fast at that time. is just ridiculous. Oh yeah. 100%. Um, and he, he's still climbing. I think he's at 25 plus million. And it's like, <laughs> seeing that for me, I just, I want to get up there and, you know, I want, I want to do the stuff he does. And it's just so cool to see. And I'm, I, I personally, I'm jealous. And, um, I've seen some of the people he's play he plays with, um, still plays with them. And even though they're smaller in turn, compared to him they're smaller yeah um they still have a few million or more than that um they they uh some of them try to stretch out the platforms um some of them stream to twitch uh i definitely have watched some other s streamers that stream primarily to twitch they don't do anything with youtube at all mm. um and it's i've tried streaming on twitch twitch is a lot tougher platform um than mixer was and so i kind of tried to stay i tried twitch before i knew uh what mixer was and it was tough to get noticed i didn't really i didn't get noticed at all um and then i moved over to mixer which uh that was at the start of covid mm -hmm. i kind of started streaming over there because it's like i got nothing to do i'm stuck at home because lockdown and so i started streaming there uh i was just kind of having fun with it having my own like little world with one of my friends and uh we just kind of started streaming and just having fun with it and people started watching and coming by and just kind of hanging out and um fan base started to grow a little bit and it was it was kind of nice because people would come in they would have casual conversations um, they would learn more. I would learn more. Um, it was it was fun. It was something different. Oh, yeah. um, and I, it's funny because the I started streaming. I tried to stream all sorts of games. So at the time, like Call of Duty was really popular. Um, I tried to stream Minecraft. I tried to stream. I think maybe Overwatch. I think I did a little bit of Overwatch. Not a whole lot. Um, I tried to push out and stream like whatever i could and just kind of go from there and it some some games did better than others uh minecraft was definitely the most popular one mm -hmm. um from there it kind of i was almost primarily minecraft oh, yeah. because nobody really came and watched the other ones and so uh minecraft took off we started doing that and that kind of got me going um, I was about to say that's like which... the fun place where we met too, because like that was one, yeah. during one of the first expansions of like my network, and so like you were one of the first people that I ever reached out to to acquire, and lucky for me it went really well. And obviously, as we can see now, it's been I don't even know how long have we worked together. Has it been almost over a year? 
Because this started, I think, oh, what was it? I know, I cannot I think remember. Back in, I want to say March is when we started working, working together. Oh, yeah, so, so we're it'll be a, up on a year. Yeah, so I think we're up to nine months right now. <laughs> um, Yeah, I think it was back in March because this was like, I think like two or three weeks after COVID had, they had shut stuff down. Oh, yeah. Uh, because of COVID, because of COVID-19 coronavirus whatever the heck people want to call it i i've lost track they've <laughs> so many come out with too many stupid names the china and, virus <laughs> yeah it's it's ridiculous they've come up with so many stupid names it's like it's a virus like that's what it is it's just at this point it's just the flu like that's all it is yeah um but we started i think it was like three weeks after i started so it was like towards the end of march um actually it was probably like a week before like another like probably two weeks after i started streaming um because i i had been streaming quite a bit like i tried streaming after school and everything yeah because uh, i had the time then and then covid hit and it's like well i have a lot of time so i really started pushing it stretching the hours pushing it to more days and um after a little while my fan base started to grow uh then you came along uh you had invited us um after my stream had ended at like two in the morning or whatever it was um i don't even remember i am like, such was... a universal night out i have at least acquired two people on the team <laughs> after you at like 3 a.m and i have no idea why yeah but like night owls always work out for me because both of those people have still stuck around on our on our network yeah a few of us have yeah um and so we stuck we hung out we checked out your world uh and then from there we just kind of we found an area that same night and then the next day i think on stream i started working on my whole base there and yeah i still need that world download because oh, i want to yeah. go back i want to go back and check out all the stuff i did while i was there yeah um i put for for it being kind of just like a tester setup thing i had put a lot of effort into the lot into the, like the month that i was there for it yeah month or two months or whatever it was and there's a lot of a lot of stuff i put into there and i want to go back and revisit all of that oh christmas the... idea for the server episode i could put the world download in the christmas episode <laughs> oh yeah i could i could probably do work that would be fun for everybody because then everybody can go download it on christmas <laughs> yeah Enjoy we could definitely do like a uh... yeah that'd be interesting um an idea but yeah we we just kind of took off from there and the with the new season after that with the new season starting like instantly got to work like i was like a i think i was like a week or two behind everyone y'all yeah. were like took off and i was i, I know, couldn't because i was out of crazy yeah i had uh i was going to hop on um but i was out of town on vacation with yeah. family for about a week and a half and so i wasn't mm -hmm. able to uh, when I finally got back to hop on, it's like, well, everyone's ahead of me. Nah. Um, I only have like a claim locate, like a small little igloo that I'm living in. Yeah. And that, I just got to, from there, I just kind of started doing stuff and took off and <laughs> I'm way past all of you guys now. I was about like to say, the that's richest. the one nice thing about like now is that we all don't have to worry about like the world reset. Like in season zero, we didn't know how long we were going to do that. And so you know like you said you put a lot of work into it but it probably was a little discouraging when we had to restart 
Um, and so now it's nice to know that like this season will last until like a big marker happens. And so we probably are going to be here for a while. <laughs> Personally, I don't think it was much of a discouragement. I think it's more of like, I sometimes I like to go back and if there's no reason to, I'll just recreate a world just to get that fresh feeling. And I think yeah. with the new server, um, seeing the spawn location at um, being in the uh, um, the abandoned village and like finding some of the stuff around the world, kind of doing a, some exploration, like it was just kind of cool to see a whole new world, see a whole new generation. Oh yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Just restarting in general felt kind of nice because it's like I'm in sync with everyone else. We've all been on for the exact same amount of time. Um, so it's like I'm not as far behind as everyone and yeah. I can keep building and everything, which I got to work on because I've been a little slacky on some of the buildings. I've been putting more effort into building shops, which I don't need than anything else. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. I feel like it's a hard balance because we do have a lot of moving parts. And so, like, obviously, for any of you that haven't watched World Expansion, I encourage you to go to one of our channels or um, Trevor's streams and maybe see some footage from the server. Obviously, I upload weekly, too, with it. Um, but we have, like, a shopping area. We have a nether hub. We have so many moving parts that sometimes it's hard to allocate where we're going to work. Like, right now, I haven't touched my base for over a week because I've been building our big Christmas special area. Um putting up some big a big surprise to you guys will i think you guys will see it by now because i think i have an episode thursday um featuring it but we have a big surprise coming up thursday and so for all of you who have seen the surprise or want to go see it go check on my channel right now and you'll go see it um but it's just a lot to allocate everything <laughs> and so yeah yeah definitely <laughs> um i've been i don't know why i've been kind of I, I need to upgrade my base like I have put a lot of time and effort into it and I've just kind of stopped um so I really I really should get into that and figure out what I'm doing oh, I don't yeah. know why I haven't gotten done to do that yet but yeah so that's the origin of our Trevor and me met and Trevor's origins on YouTube um I'm guessing the most of you know me <laughs> because obviously I do tons of stuff across our network on streaming videos and all kinds of other stuff and then featured on other people's content um, but obviously I run B2 Gaming, uh, my film channel that some of you might know about, and then I run like the Bat Network, which is what we're all under. Uh, so I've done that for a while. YouTube actually started out with Bat, I think, because Bat was originally just a dumb acronym um, for some YouTube stuff that I did for school. And then eventually it just grew, and I just kept the acronym, grew some more channels out of it. Um, so now Bat, I think we call it the Bat Network now is the thing that rolls over all of my channels just to keep everything safe and copyrighted. Um, and so I've run that for an eternity. Uh, that rolls over B2 Gaming, which is my main channel that I upload content to, which is obviously all my gaming content and other stuff. B2 Gaming has recently come to Twitch, and we haven't done a live stream yet, but we'll definitely start doing stuff over there soon. Um, obviously... Uh, I, you know, I've worked on all the Minecraft series that we've had, season zero to season one. I do fun gaming content, um, and I've been doing all this since I was like 15. It started back when I think I was 13 with the network, 
And then whenever I was 15, it became more serious. And so I've stayed pretty serious and integrated ever since then. Um, I don't think, Trevor, I don't think I've ever told you about the Bat Network, have I? I don't think so, actually. Yeah, I, I, I was just thinking about telling people soon. Um, because that's technically what we're all under. And it's owned by me completely. So it's pretty much just me. So there's like no worries of anybody else running us or anything. Um, but like I do officially run the Bat Network, which is like technically a business but obviously it doesn't doesn't make a lot of profit so it's not a big deal <laughs> um but yeah that's the origin we actually have a twitter soon now too because we want to start like affiliating everything um and then yeah so like you know that was like my big origin story i started gaming ever ever since i was like 10 on the xbox 360 i think um and then i did have a ps2 at one point which was like given to me from my uncle which was super awesome and that was all like you know a young little gamer getting into everything and then ever since then that like whenever i turned 12 i found out about youtube uh and ever since then it's been this rat show this rat race (laughs) of putting everything together having fun gaming and doing youtube and all kinds of stuff like that and then finally you know me and you work together to start this podcast uh and we've been working together to maintain minecraft world expansion which is our smp uh, and I'm sure that we will continue to grow and run even more series and more fun things. Um, and so that's how it is. It's all pretty like simple and clean for me. Like I've just built up from a 10 year old that liked gaming to a 12 year old that liked YouTube and then a 13 year old that started doing them both. And then finally a 15 year old that really thought that it would be a good idea to start to try to monetize it. Um, and now we're here on the other side, uh, not with an overwhelming amount of success but starting to definitely climb up the ladder and get somewhere (laughs) yeah and so that's really nice and that's really like the origin of why this podcast was formed and where my gaming love came from and everything like that um and obviously i'm super excited to do this (laughs) yeah i think in terms of podcasts it's always been kind of interesting like it's always been like like i've always wanted to be uh, a part of something like this to be able to just sit and talk sit down and talk about like random topics or um some like modern stuff that's going on so like for me this is always this has always been kind of a dream oh, yeah. uh, in terms of like this growing on youtube or twitch or whatever and um expanding onto all the platforms so oh yeah um so i think that's a nice coverage of our origins and introduction to like where the podcast came from and everything um for this podcast, everybody, we're going to be doing some fun little, like, transitional things. Um, so for this first part, we wanted to do a proper introduction. Uh, now we're going to have, like, a little audio transition um, into our next section, which will be channel updates and other stuff like that. Uh, and then we'll keep transitioning, have some more fun content for you guys. But for now, I think we're going to take a quick break. And whenever we get back, we're going to talk about some channel updates, what's going on with the SMP, and tons of other fun stuff like that. Um, so thank you guys for listening please keep listening uh, and I am so excited to see where this podcast goes and I hope you guys liked learning a little bit about us um, so we'll see you in just a few seconds <gasps> what is this oh we're back <laughs> 
Welcome back, everybody. Um, so now we're going to go over some just simple channel updates, just a little section that we'll have every week updating you on channel stuff from any of our members along with me and Trevor, of course. Um, just going over new things that are happening across the YouTube space and across our world and everything. Um, the first big one is we actually have three new members to our little growing team, um, and that is Monster Killer, Forsax, and Ghostkeeper. 3007 or 3007. I'm not sure which one he goes by specifically. Um, I would think 3007. That would just make more sense to me. Probably. I don't um, know. I haven't talked to him yet, so. I know. I haven't. Uh, I, I was on voice chat with him, obviously, to get him into the server and everything, but I haven't really, like, super talked to him yet. Um, they're all really wonderful. Monster Killer hasn't actually joined the realm yet, but he is working on it. We already did a little collab on his live stream, and so obviously he is becoming a very nice member of the team. Um, for Stacks, we've already had a six-hour live stream where we uh, live streamed on the server. He wants to collab more, and so you're probably going to see me and possibly even Trevor featured on more of his content. Um, and finally, Ghostkeeper is just breaking into the kind of Minecraft space, but he is a very decently sized growing channel. Um, so we will hope to see more from him server side and hopefully more collabs between all of us. What do you think of some of the new members, Trevor? <laughs> I haven't met, met them too much. I've met Monster a little bit. I uh, haven't met Ghost. Um, I don't know if I've met Forsex. I don't know if I've met him yet. Um, but I've talked to Monster. We talked to him that one day and I watched, we pulled up his stream. I've watched a bit of his streams. Um, definitely interesting. They are very cool. I quite enjoyed it. So to have some more members on the server, the realm, the whatever you want to call it, I don't care. Yeah, uh, our little have, crew. Yeah, our crew area. Uh, to have more people is um, quite amazing. We're expanding. We're growing. World expansion. World growing. It's just it makes sense. Everything's so great. It's, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's quite nice to see some new faces. Oh, yeah. And so I'm hoping that you guys go check them out. I will probably, if I remember, I think I will. Um, if I remember, I'll have them linked in the description of the podcast. Uh, you can also obviously go to either of our channels, and I'm sure you can kind of hunt them down from our associated videos. Uh, and I hope that you guys all check them out, and I hope that you really enjoy their content. Obviously, they'll have more content featuring us and more of the stuff that, uh, the stuff and work that we do. Um, soon enough, but right now we're just integrating them and just starting our collaborations. So that will be super awesome. Uh, following next, the channel, the next channel update that we have is we have a new Christmas event coming up. Um, we have a giant thing being built at Spawn that you will probably see in one of my videos or Trevor's videos pretty soon. Uh, we also have some more Christmas lore that we're planning on bringing in and tons of fun events around that. And we are still brainstorming a few fun events that we'll have for Christmas and even New Year's, which will be super excited for the SMP. Aside from that, I think we're going to have some obviously winter Christmas themed videos and stuff from everybody coming out. But overall, it seems like most of the big Christmas stuff is on the um, server. Uh, are you excited to see some of this Christmas stuff come into the SMP, Trevor? I definitely am. It'll be quite interesting to see what takes off, what happens. Um, I think I am going to try and build some Christmas-themed games uh, to try and get people into the kind of the general idea and the spirit of Christmas and New Year's. Uh, so I have some builds, uh, build plans coming, uh, some ideas. Uh, I don't have the details completely finalized yet, but 
I have some ideas that I'd like to put out there for people to enjoy, and hopefully we can get some people on uh, around Christmas time and whatnot to uh, come on and have a good time with us. Oh, yeah. Got some good gifts and prizes coming. And I was about to say, a lot of our stuff will also probably be more winter-themed since we kind of had a slow rollout in December. Um, So it will probably be sticking around just a little bit past the proper Christmas time and New Year's time. Um, But don't worry, we're not going to keep Christmas in, like, April. (laughs) We will try to get it all wrapped up, I'm sure, in January at the latest. Um, But hopefully that stuff will stick around, and for any of you winter lovers, it will stick around more than a week probably, so all of you guys will have tons of fun rewatching some of our winter content, I'm sure. Um, Oh, and then I wanted to follow up with the expansion of the server, just in general, with uh, Monster Killer Force Axe Ghost joining. We have a new nether hub that was just built that will probably be appearing in some more videos. I don't think I made an explicit video about it, but I probably will soon. Um, and we just have generally a lot of stuff popping up. We got new homes, we got new people, we have tons of stuff. Um, I'm super excited to see where all the expansion goes and what happens with that. Um, and obviously me and Trevor are trying to be super involved with that. So we just want you guys to be really excited to see what's coming up with everything like that. Um, and finally, the last big thing that I did want to mention is just, uh, our expansion of gaming culture. I feel like a nice thing about our network and the SMP is now we can officially say we have a full spectrum of gaming devices on the SMP. Because with Ghost, um, we actually expanded into the PS4 land, which is obviously pretty untraditional for all of us Xbox and PS player, or, um, PC players. Uh, but along with that, we have some mobile players, Switch players, Xbox players, of course, and PC players. So now we finally can officially say we have the full spectrum of Minecraft machines... Uh, in our realm which is super exciting Uh, and I was super happy to see that I hope that we get to continue that and continue to grow our culture uh, the backgrounds of our team and all kinds of stuff like that Uh, but I am really excited to see all that and I think Trevor's pretty excited to see that expansion as well I definitely am Uh, it'd be nice to see what kind of future consoles will come out and what kind of consoles we can kind of expand to as well Oh yeah, and I'm guessing that Minecraft's going to stick around until probably the last PC shuts down. Um, so I'm it's guessing that we're probably forever. yes. So I'm guessing that we're probably going to be continuing to say that we have a full gaming culture. But for now, we have all the available devices, and in the future, we're hoping to expand to even more devices. Like soon, I'm sure we're going to have some PS5 and Xbox Series X players. I'm sure. <laughs> I've debated getting the new X, but I would like to wait for some bugs to get fixed before I do that. I think my Series X is already on the way, which I'm super excited about. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, you'll see more fun content like that. Uh, But that was all the big channel updates we had for now. Uh, With the SMP opening up and all kinds of stuff like that, it's been really hard to get tons of stuff off the floor since we're kind of moving backwards a little bit with getting everybody started on the SMP. So in the future, you're going to see a lot more updates and a lot more meaty stuff in this section. But for now, we're just really excited about the story stuff that we're still able to do. Of course, we are super happy and super thankful for all the new members that we have. And hopefully in the future, you'll be seeing more of the Minecraft World Expansion SMP expanded across even more channels. And I hope that you guys check out every single channel to see which one fits you best and which one you have the most fun watching. 
But I think that is all. Do you have any fun stuff for your channel, Trevor? Any interesting stuff that you've been up to lately, or are you still just um, teeling around a lot with a few of, things? Yeah, I've been trying to figure out the whole, like, my oh. editing and trying to find time to record has been uh, kind of tough with uh, working, and uh, especially right now with um, uh, Christmas right around the corner, oh, yeah. it's definitely quite a tough time of the year, so... Um, I don't have anything up on my channel right now. It's it's getting tough, but I'm going to try and uh, I have the weekend off. So I'm going to try and put as much time into recording and potentially streaming. I will see where things go from there, but um, I want to definitely try and get some more stuff up and out for public enjoyment. I want to try and can update people as well because I've done a lot on the server and I haven't really posted any videos on it, so I have a lot of, lot to get, get uh, going there. So. Oh, there's an idea. You could have just like one video dedicated to just like a massive update of all the stuff that you've done since you've been offline. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty much everything. <laughs> yes, that would be a fun little video to throw together. Um, I think I could definitely go through and uh, talk about some of my shops and. Uh, why some of them look really stupid in terms of design. Oh my gosh. I, mean, I think they all look would... great. I mean, there's a bit of debate there. I'm going to get <laughs> definitely when that comes on to a video, I'm gonna, people are going to look at it and be like, what is going on in your head? And it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I, just built, I just built what I thought looked cool. At What's the going time. on here? Yeah. Oh my gosh. But, yeah, I think it'll definitely be uh, kind of cool. I can go through my shops. Uh, kind of explain what I sell and um, kind of keep uh, up to date with that as well. So, Oh, yeah. Well, that's all we really have for like big channel updates, everybody. I hope that you are super enjoying the podcast, and I hope that you continue to stick around. Um, our next big section will be news updates, so obviously this will be pretty lengthy with lots of fun gaming stuff and news. Um, and this will be mostly just meta commentary on little news topics and other stuff going on in the gaming space um and then finally we'll have a big little section on the current state of stay-at-home games uh because obviously with a lot of huge updates coming out for games um some really big games even being released there's been a lot of struggles with the stay-at-home work from game studios and so me and trevor just want to talk a little bit about that just see um what's going on in that space but we'll be super excited to do that uh, right after our little break coming up. Uh, after the break, we'll get to some news updates, and then hopefully we will finally roll on to the final section of current gaming states. Uh, so I'll see you guys in just a quick second. Hello, everybody. We are back. I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Um, so now we have a news update. <laughs> We're going to look over some fun news updates, other stuff going on, um, and just some fun news about the gaming industry and some stuff that we feel is important for all of you beautiful people to hear about this week. Um, so first, one of the biggest things that has been going on in the Minecraft field, um, the Minecraft Render Dragon Engine. This is an update for Minecraft 1.16.200 that just came out. Um, they actually just released another one today. It's like 201, so they're already starting to do some bug fixes. Um, but the big deal with this update is that they just updated the render rendering engine, which is the engine that runs like the lights 
um, and how like certain stuff renders with your screen and all kinds of weird stuff like that. <clears throat> For now, I believe, if I'm correct, it is only currently on Windows 10. So every other platform that got the update just got the features and didn't actually get the um, the actual like rendering engine update yet. Um, but eventually they are going to roll it out. And one of the big complaints, I guess, has been that like this engine, the whole point of it is that now you can do like shaders and all kinds of cool stuff like that. But a lot of creators um, and other people like that have been saying that they're pretty angry about the engine because I guess it makes it really hard to create shader packs and certain texture packs and stuff like that. So they are looking at it right now and seeing how they feel like they should change it and interpret it and do all kinds of stuff like that. Now, a lot of people have been really mad about it. Personally, I think that it's a good move because just being a more of a development person, um, that was the old engine was very old <laughs> and it was made for a mobile phone. And so they have stretched that to its limitations, obviously running on Windows 10 and all the new consoles. So I really do think that it was time for a new engine. Do I think they probably should have left this one in the oven to bake just 10 more minutes? Probably. But at the end of the day, stay-at-home stuff has been hard. They wanted to really push new fundamental things. And so I think this was, at the end of the day, in the best interest. Um, Trevor. So, one of the big things has been that like lots of people obviously don't get to experience ray tracing because... Ray tracing is now just becoming semi-popular. So if you have a PC, you have to have a graphics card upwards of $200. Um, If you have a console, you have to have the Xbox Series X or the PS5 to actually use ray tracing. So what do you think about ray tracing? Have you seen ray tracing around? Have you heard anything about it? Uh, When when you get your Xbox, are you going to be like, oh my gosh, I want to ray trace everything? Um, Or what's your feeling on that? I haven't heard much about it. I don't exactly know a whole lot about it or like what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't followed too much into to that, so I'm not exactly sure what it is, to be honest. Okay, well, <clears throat> uh, ray tracing actually is multiple different technologies. <laughs> uh, it has lots of stuff behind it, but the ray tracing that we're talking about from Minecraft is called um, RTX, which is real time ray tracing, which oh, means I that I have heard of RTX. Yeah, that's it's the exact same thing. Um, and so what RTX is, is it is a variant of ray tracing where the actual light, instead of being scripted by the developer or anything like that, the actual light comes from the sun, hits the ground or objects, and then in yeah. real time is reflected off of things. So it it's, it's real-time ray tracing. So it means that like the light in real time as soon as you load up your game actually bounces off of objects comes down from the sun it like all happens in real time instead of being scripted yeah so. that's i have seen some videos um it's very interesting because the concept of it is like the lighting still works in the same way in terms of if like you're trying to mob proof an area with torches yeah you can still do with like the every other like seven like six seven blocks or whatever it is because yeah. of uh the eight uh eight block like light distance and it's interesting but it changes the way you think and you use lights yeah uh because uh the way uh lights are designed and i've actually noticed that in terms of if in minecraft if let's say you're using um purple stained glass 
the sun will actually shine through that and show purple purple on whatever your build is and it's yeah. a very cool concept to import into uh, a game like this and to, it's kind of taking a step in um, the right direction and um, like if they can do it in Minecraft like what other games are they going to be able to do this this well in oh, yeah. um, and seeing it in Minecraft uh, seeing a few videos um, it is phenomenal uh, the graphics are better than any game I've ever seen and it's it's beyond anything so to see it is very interesting and i i'm curious um there's still some things uh in terms of minecraft i think to play rtx you have to completely uh buy and re-download uh a completely separate version of minecraft um so they don't quite have it updated they still have it i think set in 114 if not maybe well, farther back that was so kind of the don't... point of the render dragon update was that like now the ray tracing part of the all those betas is actually in real Minecraft? So if you have Windows 10, um, after you downloaded this update, now you can just enable RTX packs, and if your computer hardware supports it, you actually can use real ray tracing like you saw in the betas. Oh, so I guess I'll have to try and see if I can use those. Oh yeah, and like I said, it takes a lot of hardware, so I'm guessing that me and you both probably do not own the hardware required to do it with high frame rates. Any oh, hardware can technically do it, I think. I think that's how they implemented it. But obviously, if you have hardware that they think is not optimal, it will warn you before you turn it on and be like, hey, this is really hard to process, so just know that your computer might light on fire. Um but yeah, so that's the big thing, and like that's the thing is on one side it looks really cool and it's really awesome, but it does change a lot of the internal mechanics of how texture packs and everything work, um, and does. so it does make it harder for creators initially because it is a new platform. But also to be fair, it was hard whenever Minecraft Java first came out to develop for it, but now being I think ten years or more in, it's not <laughs> eleven now. Oh, 11 years in. Minecraft is at 11. It'll be 12 next year. There you go. So being 12 year, 11 years coming on 12 years in, obviously it's much easier. And so I think that's what this is going to be. Because obviously add-ons, whenever they first came out for Bedrock, were very dumb. And you could barely do anything <laughs> with them. Now you can add custom textures. You can add custom mobs instead of just retexturing old mobs. Like they've opened up add-ons a lot. And so I think this is going to be the same kind of thing. As like texture packs are going to be pretty locked down and hard at first, but as time goes on, they're going to increase the tools flexibility and make it so that you know one day maybe even me and you, if we wanted to, could try our hardest and make a really cool ray tracing texture pack. Definitely, and I think um, there's still I based off uh, like all that. Um, I think uh, they're still kind of in the beta of some of that stuff. Um, like they're more focused on trying to improve and like get the game to the current update right now and working on figuring out that stuff before they work on like implementing uh, like texture packs and stuff like that into um, being able to be used with it. So I think they're still, I think they're still in beta stages with stuff like that. Yeah, uh, there's a lot to improve on there. So. Um, people are definitely be upset about it, but they got to realize they're still very early stages. Um, this has only been out for what a few months. Well, the beta has been going for a while, but 
but obviously the Render Dragon update just came out a week ago, so it's like officially been available to everybody for like a week. <laughs> yeah, um, but they've been I mean, working on it for like issues. two or three years, probably. And you know, with you know, a lot of stuff like that, there's a lot of coding that has to go into it, and a lot of like trying to get the game to run properly without just constantly crashing. So there's a lot that they have to do behind the scenes, and I don't think a lot of people realize that. Yeah. Um, there's a lot that they have to take and put in. They put uh, the creators of anything, like any texture packs, anything, spend days, like every week. Like it's every week. It's like 12, 13 hours, like every every day of the week, just trying to get this going, get it out, get it so people and anyone can enjoy it really. And oh, yeah. so I'm sure even now they have like they've expanded their team since and it's they're still working on it. So oh, people yeah. just need to kind of see that and see that they're still processing it and still trying to work out all the kinks and bugs and um, any issues with like world generations or anything like that. So they just got to look for um, the future and look for the bright side of things. Oh yeah, because even same with us, like, you know, in the SMP, we use BDCraft Vanilla, um, and so we have seen that, like, we've seen some updates come out, and the texture pack is broken for a while, because it takes a lot of work to get those texture packs ready, and so even if those people are given the news and the new textures for the update, like, a month in advance, sometimes they still aren't done by the time that that month is up, because it takes a lot of work to change everything, to make sure everything's still working, to make sure the game doesn't instantly crash whenever you use the texture pack. Um, we even had a week where we had to take the texture pack off of the SMP because they were doing an update to fix a crash that would happen occasionally for some platforms. Um, so it isn't easy. We've, you know, the BD Craft has, BD Craft, the team that works behind it, has um, been working on the Java edition for like five years. So it's not like they don't know texture packs. Like they are some of the most professional texture pack makers in the world, um, but they still struggle. They still have their times. Yeah, and we've we've seen issues in the past with um, a lot of like glitches from uh, stuff like um, like skeletons. Their bows would look like absolute units. Like it looked like <sighs> like you remember they had they yeah. were running around looking like they had like 40,000 yeah, like foot 14 bows stacked on each other yeah it, like they were just massive and thick and so they I'm were still working sure on it ever, so. yeah. I was about to say I'm not sure if they ever fixed that because right now on the SMP know, we did look. change the we did change to a Christmas texture pack and that Christmas texture pack is much more simple so I believe that it doesn't have the same complexity problems that BDCraft does um, so right now I noticed that the bows and everything are pretty normal. We haven't had any texture errors actually somehow. Um, but I can't remember, but I don't think Beatacraft actually fixed that yet. I think they're still working on that because they were just having lots of struggles with the stay-at-home situation. <laughs> yeah, which I'm sure they've, they're trying to brainstorm and figure stuff out, but um, they could have fixed it. They could have not. I'm not sure. We haven't really... Uh, look too much into it, so we saw a lot to kind of check out there. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so ray tracing I think will be interesting. Render Dragon, I think, it might, you know, my deduction of the situation is getting all Watson on us. Um, I really do think that the Render Dragon is going to be good for our future. I think that everybody being dramatic or negative or not developing on it anymore just for that 
is going to be in for a tough wake-up call because how it sounds is that they're going to spread this engine engine across every version of Minecraft eventually, period. Um, that doesn't mean that every version of Minecraft will support ray tracing, but it is easier to develop for one light engine instead of two. So at yeah. the end of the day, even though they'll probably turn off ray tracing for almost every platform except for like PC and maybe the new consoles, um, they still need the engine to be everywhere so that they can just develop for that engine and stop worrying about all the other things that they had to develop before. Um, so at the end of the day, all these developers that are going to Linux or going to Android or whatever, um, you know, you're developing for them for maybe three months. You probably have about three months till you're going to have to switch over to the Render Dragon. So instead of taking those three months to learn about Render Dragon and get better at developing on it, now you just did three more months where you're developing for an outdated technology that you're about to have to ditch anyway in three months. <laughs> yeah. So that's my thing. is That's why I'm encouraging all the developers and people who are making ray tracing texture packs to just do their best with Render Dragon because at the end of the day, that is what's happening. Like Mojang has already said that. They've said that they put three years of work into this texture pack ever since the Super Duper texture pack failed and they never released it. They said that that was why they decided to do this was because they wanted to be able to do something like the Super Duper Texture Pack in the future. Um, and so that's what they're doing. You know, this has been two two years probably-ish, honestly, in development. Um, and they're not going to throw two years of development away because two developers are mad about it. Um, yeah. So at the end of the day, it's going to happen. It's already rolling out. Um on all platforms, you can actually see the ray tracing options, even though they won't be turned on for all platforms. Um, so it's already there. Like, it's already there. The framework's there. It's going to be out on everything soon. So I would just develop and do your best. <laughs> I can say the same there. But that's the thing. So I mean, I'm super excited about that. I think it will be good. Um, and I'm really excited about that. That's kind of a more positive story of Minecraft evolving. Um, our next story is a little sucky. Uh, it's all the stuff going on with Cyberpunk. <laughs> um, Cyberpunk just released not that long ago. Uh, and on top of being broken on the Xbox original and the PS4, the PS4 Slim and the Xbox One S have been having a lot of struggles with it. Um, the PS4 Pro and Xbox One X have been handling it decently, I guess, but there's still a lot of texture problems and a lot of frame rate issues. Um, and then luckily on the Xbox Series X and PS4, or PS5, um, they have said that there's pretty much no issues. Uh, obviously it's still running worse than it is on PC, and it's still not running a, a lot better than it is on the Xbox original. But it is running to a point where it doesn't crash every 10 minutes, which is sad, but that's where the bar is. <laughs> um... So it sounds like this has been, just been a rough project. You know, this game was, I think, upwards of three years in the making. Um, its announcement was so long ago, I can't even remember it. And they pushed it back, I think, three or four times. And so the first thing that I think about is, like, imagine what this game would have been like if it would have released on its release date. If it can't run on consoles and it's breaking now. <laughs> it would not have made it very far. I know, I'm just wondering if you would have even been able to launch the game, or if it would have just been even worse. Like, instead of only 10 frames a second, only 5. Um, I don't even think you can get a frame a second. I know, like, I just wonder what it would... Because it was, it was quite a few months that they pushed it back. Um, and that's the other thing, is so this game is not a next-gen game. 
even though it's running best on the next-gen consoles and it's out on the next-gen consoles, first, on Xbox and PS5, it's not optimized for those consoles. It's running in backwards compatibility mode. Um, And second, whenever it was announced, it was meant to be a whole announcement about how they're going to push the hardware and software of our modern day. So it was never meant for the PS5 or Xbox One Series X. Um, It was truly meant for the Xbox, you know, Xbox One X and PS4 Pro. Um, And on those consoles, it just, it's chugging. It's barely alive. Apparently there's some texture pop-ins. So textures will render at, you know, 144p. And then after two minutes of staring at it, it will pop into 4K. Um, And it's just like, you know... This was their release. This was their release zone. Like they weren't. They weren't meant to release on the PC. They weren't meant to release on the next gen. They were really meant for Xbox and PS4. And so to get such bad performance and have such a bad time. It's just very discouraging and disappointing. <laughs> you know. Definitely. Yeah. And so I am pretty sad. Now, in the positive side, um, I have heard that I guess Cyberpunk has been very good. Like the game itself is really awesome and the storyline is very good. Um, and a lot of the features, some of them are a little bit softer and definitely could have used some more love. Um, but I guess most of them were pretty optimal. And so, in the good news department for Cyberpunk, they are a good game in, um, in like, you know, in thought, in non-performance. <laughs> but as soon as you actually boot it up on something that is supposed to play it, it breaks. <laughs> and so that's really sad. I'm hoping that they do a lot. They released a newsletter today talking about the big updates that they have coming for January and March, which will solidify the game to run at a good frame rate on older consoles um but you know why not release it in january and march then (laughs) so that's the thing i think i think with that they wanted to really try and push it out and kind of see how it would do um once it's released to the public and obviously it took a more of a left turn than they wanted it to Mm-hmm. Um, so I think with the new updates, they're going to really try and push it to, um, obviously run better and like hopefully fix a lot of the issues that they are having. Um, I'm guessing a lot of the issues they're having right now, they definitely weren't planning on having at all. And of course you can't really control what happens when stuff gets released. Um, so there's a lot there that, uh, they're definitely going to, uh, improve on, uh, and, figure out from there so i think releasing it kind of now is kind of a good kind of a good start as melling as many people are kind of upset with the way it's running it's definitely kind of nice that they were able to get it out i mean they were already delayed they already delayed it a few months or whatever however long like they delayed it which obviously kind of took away some some of the credibility from the game but to be able to push it out early give people a kind of a feel and kind of get a lot of feedback definitely helps them improve and uh, make work to make the game um, a lot better they can get yeah. community feedback they can see what areas need to be improved and what areas um, 
could be probably toned back a bit and so they can really really work on uh the areas that they need to improve on and then see where things go from there and see i do feel like you have a good point i'm not disagreeing with anything you said um but i do just want to say a lot of that stuff sounds like something that you would see in a beta program you know what i mean and so that's what i'm disappointed about is like they could have gone into pre-release on xbox pre-release club they could have done you know some kind of demo um they could have done a lot of stuff if they felt like the game needed more time in the oven or something like that but instead you know it sounds like they pushed it out in the newsletter it sounded like they kind of knew that they were going to have these problems on console and so it sounds like they pushed it out knowing that there was going to be problems um, and just in accepting that they needed the money right then and there. Um, and they were just going to promise that they would do their best to fix it. But for, you know, $80, am I buying a promise that it will work one day? Or should I be buying an actual game? You know what I mean? And so that's my only big problem is just that for $80, I kind of want to purchase a game and not just the promise of a working game. <laughs> and so that's just how I kind of like feel about kind of that situation. It's just I wish that my money would be put towards an actual functioning product instead of a product that's mostly running but is definitely going to run in three months. Um, you know, that's just kind of how I view it. I, I you know, I, I do want to support them. They're a great studio. Uh, CD Projekt Red has, you know, the Witcher series is unbelievable. Um, and they've made crazy awesome games. But I think that just adds to the fact that it's like, okay, you have a history of unbelievable games. Why not use that experience and just understand that people don't want an unfinished game? <laughs> you know what I mean? Trevor, are you there? It seems that we have lost Trevor. <laughs> Okay, sorry guys, we are back. Trevor lost Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, my internet. I don't know what happened. I think someone tripped the tripped the tripped the breaker again, and it's <laughs> like I don't know how many times this happened. That's happened like three times in the last week. So this is getting annoying at this point. People are very triggered it. about your Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, I'm triggered about my Wi-Fi. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, I just I, I truly wish. I was just saying, like, I truly wish I would pay eighty dollars for an actual functioning game. You know what I mean? And I think I don't think they really had planned the issue. Some of these issues, like I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of issues that they didn't plan to have that popped up, and so like you can't you can't always plan for some of this stuff. So I'm guessing there's definitely got to be something there that they weren't expecting that happens. So yeah. there's always issues. Oh yeah, and that's just what happens when you release a new game. It there's always some sort of bug or issue, mm-hmm. and you can't really you just got to kind of work around that and try and do your best to keep stuff updated and oh, yeah. so and at the end of the day the one thing that i think that we both can strongly agree on is that i hope that cd project red takes the experience that they got from this launch and the backlash and the trouble that they experienced and i hope that they really take it to the future um and never have a launch like this again <laughs> <laughs> i don't think they plan on having this sort of launch but it just happened yeah 
So I, I hope that they really take away what, what happened, what went wrong, what in the development cycle went wrong for them. Um, and hopefully in the future we will never see a game like this again from them. Uh, <laughs> and hopefully Cyberpunk 2077 isn't the first and last of its genre. <laughs> I definitely look forward to, once, they're getting all the, once they get all their uh, bugs and everything fixed, um, I definitely look forward to getting the game and oh, yeah. testing it out, throwing out some videos and seeing how, how it feels. I think oh, it'd yeah. be definitely very interesting. And like um, I said, for all of you who are waiting for like big patches, um, in that newsletter they did say in January, um, January and March are going to be their next two giant updates. Uh, and in January it's 100% about fixing console performance and stuff. Um, and then in March it's just fixing general performance. So for all of you who are kind of sitting on it or already bought it and don't know when you want to start playing it because of everything that you've heard, um, I would truly just wait till January. You know, you're already going to be busy with Christmas and everything anyway. Uh, So January, you should have some fallout time and hopefully be able to play a good chunk of cyberpunk. And by then, hopefully it will be all fixed up. (laughs) Yeah, that's the hope. We'll see how well they can get their updates through. Yeah. Uh, So next, we have a really fun one. Uh, you guys might not have heard of this really small game that nobody talks about, um, but it's called Among Us. And they... uh, you can't pull that. That's one of those... <laughs> this game came out of nowhere. It's <sighs> been out for I don't know. It's been out for quite a while, actually. I wanna. I'm gonna it was out for a lot longer it's... than like what everybody enjoyed it with. <laughs> yeah. See, the funny thing is, is this game has been out um, since 2018. Oh wow! Which you know, it's it's actually yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot younger than uh, I would have thought. Um, well, I was about to say it's a lot. It's a lot older than I thought, honestly, because it really picked up yeah. steam in like this year. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's like, well, I would have thought the game was older because it's like I knew it had been out for a little while. Um, it actually was just uh, so it released for Android and iOS June fifteenth of two thousand eighteen, and then it re- oh. came out for Windows on November sixteenth, two thousand eighteen, which. Okay. Personally, I thought the game was kind of a little older, um, but to yeah, see how fast it's, simple. it yeah, and um, to see how fast it's kind of taken off and, um, and all the kind of mods out. and stuff. Do they? So they yes, were I almost coming. forgot to. I almost forgot to talk about that too. I should have put that on the news story. Um, yeah, Among Us announced that they're releasing a new map. They have some teasers on Twitter for all of you who want to see the map. Um, and it's supposed to be super awesome because they were actually going to make Among Us 2. I actually watched a documentary on this. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted remember to... hearing about that. Yeah, because I wanted to see kind of the history. And then I saw one of my favorite docu channels made a documentary. And so they were actually going to do Among Us 2 because Among Us's engine is very old. And so it's hard to develop for now because it was actually made in-house. But obviously it was made with a team of two people. So Ooh. it wasn't really made to be developed widely so it wasn't really made to last this long um and it wasn't even made for multiplayer originally it actually was kind of jerry-rigged to have multiplayer in it but i've got some uh some news here about the new map and everything but i'll let you Ooh, finish fun yeah um, i've got some news here but yeah so they <laughs> um they made it with just two people it wasn't supposed to be that advanced and then they announced Among Us 2, and then literally a week later they came out with another story, and they were like, hey, we decided that we should just ride on the hype train that Among Us is. So they said that they are going to put in the like l- literal mountain load of work that it will take 
to develop the engine and further it to actually have multiplayer integrated and stuff. And so Among Us will be sticking around for the foreseeable um, future now in the form that it's in. So, yeah. Very nice. Um, uh, now, got, it sounds like we got some news, huh? <laughs> yeah. So I found some things here. So I got one from today. Among Us launched on Nintendo Switch as a cross-platform game. So this game, um, if you were... I think I don't think it was a cross-platform before, but it is definitely now cross-platform. Yeah, I think um, they so just for, released that recently. Yeah. Um, and then apparently, so the new map is supposed to be an airship. Oh, an airship. So, yes. And by the looks of it, it looks like they're trying to base it around um, the Top Hatter airship from the Henry Stickman games. Oh, the guy who developed Henry Stickman as the founder of the studio. I forgot to say that. Ah, uh, that <laughs> makes sense because it looks like the the kind of like style that they're going with for the airship yeah. um, is something like that. And for those of you who play on the Nintendo Switch, there's a glitch in the system of the Nintendo Switch that allows anybody who plays with a Switch to get the new map early. So there's a bit of a glitch system in the system there. So if you have a Nintendo Switch, you are very lucky right now because you are getting a little bit of a sneak peek on that map. I might be on the Switch store right now. I've heard um, quite a bit of uh, things with... Um, I knew there was a new map coming. I didn't really know too much about it. Um, I have heard there's been rumors about they're going to add uh, more um, colors to the item shop. So there's going to be more colors of like characters you can switch up to, mm-hmm. um, which is very interesting because it's like we have the basic colors now. But um, I think there's talk of adding colors like uh, gold and silver and oh, bronze girl. and kind of like colors like that. You know, um, I don't know if the... that gold. <laughs> I have no clue if that's actually going to be for sure. It was kind of um, That'd be like great. a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it would be. Uh, it was kind of more of a, like a... like a. I don't know if... I'm trying to think of... What, you know, tomorrow we should word. play Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be down. Um, but I I have heard something about that. It's been like... They're just rumors. That's uh, I don't think... I don't know if they'll actually do that. Um, there's been rumors of it. Uh, people have put some rumors on the internet. So we'll see if they actually do that. Um, oh, yeah. It'd be very interesting to see see that happen, um, but I mean, it'd be definitely something very cool. Yeah, um, and like I said, it it so. sounds like they were actually planning on canceling Among Us. Um, I remember this was another interesting thing; they actually wanted to stop developing Among Us like twelve times. <laughs> but there was a there was a one there was one hype train in like twenty eighteen coming on twenty nineteen where Among Us got a lot of support, and then it stopped. Um, And then in 2020, obviously, now there was a way bigger hype train, and now Among Us has had one of the biggest player bases it has ever had. And they said that their servers have been at almost max capacity ever since that first day that that guy streamed it on Twitch. Um, And so it sounds like... Who was the first one to stream it on Twitch, actually? I've not heard of that. I can't remember him. I can't remember his name, but I remember he he was given the gold medal for bringing among us back alive um and i'm glad he did because it's popped up um people have turned it into game modes they've downloaded mods which i don't know about the crew um the creators of the game but i think um a lot of the mods that people have been downloading to mess around with like 
Uh, Mr. Beast has done stuff with like zombies like mod. Chat. <laughs> yeah, proximity chat is like one of the most popular ones. It's very interesting. Uh, it definitely adds a new concept to the game. Oh yeah. Um, people have done stuff like prop hunt. It's it's very interesting to see the kind of things people have implemented in such a short amount of time. Um, yeah. in such a small game in a game that is so small, but yeah. it's it's grown and put people have been putting a lot of time on it. And um, I am excited to see what they popping do. Popping up in the all future. over my feed, so it. I think with uh, the hype it has now, if it keeps, if that hype keeps going for another few months, uh, there is a good chance that it could progress and definitely take a step in the right direction. Uh, um, I was right excited to see it come to Switch because that definitely says something about its future. That now it's starting to have enough money to port to consoles. Yeah, which it'll be interesting to see how that works out exactly. Um, I went on Xbox because obviously it's only on. Uh, yeah, I do too. Um, it's only on PC and mobile right now, which uh, unfortunately for those uh, PC players, you still have to pay fifteen dollars to be able to play the game. I, I will stick to my mobile device. Um, I'm wondering. I don't. I th- I wonder if I'm they're gonna sell it, it for like a. Yeah, <laughs> you go for it. Um, personally, I think it'd be like one of those five dollar games, but you know, because it's on PC, the way it's on Steam, so Steam like they up, up the price of everything to make like profit and everything. So oh yeah, it is five dollars. Um, yeah, I would have figured because it's like anything on Steam is going to be overpriced because of the way it is. Like you go on on there, some games are still like sixty bucks. You go on your console, game is like ten bucks. Steam is gonna try and make any profit they can, so. Not to sit on Steam. I love Steam. Um, I've found some amazing games on it, but they will do anything they can um, to make a good profit, which you know, you know any good thing, any good uh, site would. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, this is opening up a whole can of worms. There is a lot of... Now I kind of have to buy it because I'm intrigued of what they did. Like, how did they do the wires task? Um... And stuff like that, because I guess maybe they allowed you to use touchscreen on the Switch, which would make it I would, easier. I would think so. I mean, you, it is a it is a tablet, so I would think you'd be able to. There's no way they're not going to be... Well, because there's also the... Well, like um, the Pokemon games don't support touchscreen, so it seems like it's semi-unpopular. Well, yeah, but I mean, it depends on the game, too, because some do and some don't. Yeah. I almost wonder, because isn't there uh, a version of the Switch where... It doesn't even have touchscreen built into it. No, the the um, Switch Lite. The only difference is that it can't be docked, but it does have oh. touchscreen. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't quite sure. I don't know how much about but those. But interesting I buy thing, one, though. I am on the Switch Store um, because I yeah. do have a Switch Lite, uh, and right. on the Switch Store, it does say that it supports TV, which means that you can like plug your Switch into the dock and play it on your TV. Um, and so in that situation, you would not be able to use the touchscreen. So there has to be a way to do every task with just the joysticks. Yeah, that'd be very interesting because I'm, I'm sure there's still because I'm sure there's um there's a way. I I have not heard anything um regarding that area, so I have no clue how they're gonna do it. Um, yeah. I wonder if well because if you notice um. There is um, a lot of people will have it where the wires will have like the co- like the 
um, X, circle, triangle. Yep. So I wonder if they're going to implement um, the controller use on stuff like that, oh, where yeah, like if you, you yeah, because if like you say like you're connecting the circle, maybe you have to hold the circle button for like three seconds and then it connects it. So I'm curious as if they're going to do some sort of implication like that. Yeah. Um, or if they're gonna try and implicate some implicate something else, uh, it'll be. Cu- I'm curious as to how they're gonna do that. I, I'm yeah. not quite sure yet. Yeah, I have no clue. I There's a lot of different ways it. they can go with that. Yeah, I would definitely I would play it before the next show, and I'll update you guys on what it is like. <laughs> <laughs> you have um, to buy a switch just to play it. Well, I have a switch. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember what all people have. <laughs> yeah, I have a switch light, so I don't use it much though, but. I might try it. Um, oh, anyway, if you don't use it much, then it's me. I'll use it all the time. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, if <laughs> I'll we play if Mario we get... <laughs> I'll play Mario Kart on it. <laughs> if we I get... wanna play, I want to play Mario Kart Eight. Oh my gosh! So bad. If we get over one thousand views on this first podcast someday, I'll I will buy you a Switch and have it shipped to your house. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do that. That's my that's, that's my minimum do. threshold. <laughs> that you don't have to. Do that. That'll, That'll be our first major implement. Um, That'll be our first major business acquisition. We hit, if we hit 1,000 before uh, for episode 5. Yes, there you go. Um, so the next uh, big news story that we have is the restock on the Xbox Series X and S, and long with um, restocking of the PS5. Uh, so I saw this on Game... What is this website called? It's literally such a common website that I can't remember its name right now, and I don't know why I'm blanking on it. GameSpot. I do that all the time. Um, GameSpot? GameSpot was, yeah, yeah, they're a big, like, game oh, yeah. thing. Yep, 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 yep. Um, they had an update story. I guess there's huge restocks going out on the Xbox Series X and S, um, and on the PS5 and PS5 Digital, uh, across Walmart, Amazon, um, and GameStop, trying to keep the massive request for the console in check um so i'm excited to see how this goes because they just i guess the restock was actually yesterday of the recording of this podcast (laughs) i'm betting it's already all those everywhere you can go it's already sold out let me check those things were sold like yeah because i checked walmart and they were yeah walmart sold out in like a day like when it first released they were sold out in a minute and like a matter of an hour like they were sold out immediately yeah everybody's out um, of stock already it literally happened everyone, yesterday and, and it's funny because stock. everybody is buying these consoles right now and it's like these are 500 dollars consoles these are the most expensive that either of these companies have put their consoles at which is very interesting because everyone's well, like they're just dropping money like it's nothing it's like where yeah. are you getting all this money especially like this year yeah. like where are you getting this money because covid has put a damper on everything so the fact that you have this much money to buy a brand new 500 hundred dollar console it it boggles my mind because these are not cheap these these are very not like playstations i've seen them get up to i think a top price of 400 and i think maybe same with the xbox but five they've they maybe i I don't i think xbox has only got them to the top of 300 personally that's what i've seen i don't know if you've seen anything different um well it all depends um the xbox i was i was going to say just as like a side quip the xbox one x was 500 dollars on launch um so they have sold a more expensive console and i think the xbox original was 500 dollars whenever it came out 
and then they lowered the price after they took out the connect and then obviously they had oh. a few more sales um the so, connects are always interesting yeah and i'm um and it's funny because they were just talking about cross-platform uh i was uh i was on a well watching a live stream of larry herb from xbox which is their i think i forget what he is but he's the, like a big head of their studio um and he was saying he said that the one of the saddest things is that like they were able to make the entire xbox one library cross-platform available to the xbox series x except Ooh. for around 40 40 games um, and all of those games are Connect games because obviously they no longer support the Connect officially. Yeah, I think because the Connect is kind of like it's kind of gone out of style. Like Connect, when I think I think with uh, when it first came out, prime. yeah, when it first came out for that, or even like like because I think the first Connect came out on the PlayStation Two with uh, well, the iToy and stuff like that. Yeah, that was like I know, PlayStation but like for you, but it's like. The Kinect really didn't make it to the Xbox One. It, no. um, it died it on was... launch, I swear, because like Xbox sales, I think that's why they were so down. Was because oh, yeah, it was a hundred dollars my... more than the PS4 because the PS4 didn't have a Kinect bundled with it. <laughs> yeah, and it's like when we bought our Xbox back in whatever, like I don't know, eight years ago or whatever it was. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but we went when we bought ours. We got ours. I think it was the year before. No, it was like the year that the Xbox One um, first released, the very first Xbox One ser- of the whole series area there. Um, so the Xbox One came out that year, and we got our 360. And at the time, um, a lot of games were still coming out for both consoles. Um, so this was, uh, I think, Black Ops Three was one of the last games i recall buying that came for both consoles um and so it's like the connects kind of stuck with the 360 and i've not seen anybody play it on uh any of the newer gen consoles so i think um the connect was definitely they were very fun they were very fun they they got you moving um you got to have fun doing it i mean you it was a workout just to do anything with them but it kind of just it didn't make it to the newer consoles um i think they kind of stayed away from that because um it's a lot of extra work to do a lot of that stuff and a lot of the games uh with the newer consoles like not many people really played the connect games yeah and there wasn't enough to really there wasn't enough that came out that was really worth spending and paying uh like like to ship out so many connects just for the newer consoles that like even the 360 there was not enough games to play um with the connect that it was just not enough it was kind of a waste of money for xbox to kind of make so i think they that's one of the reasons it didn't make it to the newer consoles and like i said they said that only 40 games were not able to become backwards compatible so that means that the connect in all of its life on xbox one has only had 40 games released for it (laughs) yeah i think there's I think most of it's like stuff like it's like Just Dance and stuff like that. Those are like the only popular games that have come out with that. Yeah. And it's like they didn't, the, like people will go back to play the old consoles for those. So they yeah. they didn't make it far, which it's sad, but you and know, Just not Dance everything now can... just uses your phone. So that even Just Dance oh, has yeah. already moved on. <laughs> yeah. 
And I've not actually seen any on my phone, but I, yeah, again, I'm not paying attention either. So. Oh well, I mean, like if you, whenever you buy the game, they just ask you to download the app, and then you just hold your phone while you dance instead of using That's the Connect. Right. <laughs> it almost make that almost reminds me of when they came out with the Wii, and you had to have the Wii controller in your hand. Oh yeah, yeah, it's literally the same vibe. <laughs> Although it's not the. With with the Wii, there were so many issues because you could just move the controller and just get fantastics. Like you could just stand in place and move the controller to the place. And I was like, with the Kinect, you actually had to move around and do the dances. Which the rate tracing, like the tracing with the uh, the Kinect systems, was not the best at the time, but it was definitely above its time. And I, it would have been oh, cool yeah, to see had... where it could have gone, but and, and nothing like... lasts forever. Yeah, and like even they had um they had the uh the wake word so you could be like Xbox on and it would turn on. Um ours did that. Like that was way bo- way ahead of its time. Like now Alexa's integrated so you can be like, Hey Alexa, turn on my Xbox. Um and that has been a huge that. thing. That has had like a huge level of integration and acceptance. So it just shows they had a great idea there because the Xbox on is a perfect um a perfect idea it's a great way to do it um it is just that they implemented it through a hardware that nobody wants (laughs) and even with like the xbox one they integrated like they have their own system like we have our google our like google homes or our alexas now and it's like at the time of the xbox one their version of that was like instead of having a connect they had cortana which I think I they say, completely I think removed. Cortana only got one hardware development though, because yeah, think she... and they, I think they've completely removed it from all consoles, and they just don't use it anymore. Like they completely removed it, so it's not a, it's not around anymore. Which it kind of well, sucks it because still, it's it is still on Windows 10, believe it or not. They still are developing it. It just isn't to the level of Siri, um, or Alexa, yeah. obviously. And I mean, those are more like those are built in the a little better than what cortana was but yeah. even i mean today, with cortana consoles still doesn't even like keep listener properly yeah yeah i feel like if they would have put more time into updating that it could have been a great like assistant uh oh, yeah. on your console which it would have been perfect to have but they really didn't take it very far which kind of sucks but you know i feel like you know you can't do everything because they have to work on um, updating their keeping their systems up to date and everything, making sure stuff doesn't keep bugging out. So that's oh, yeah. just one of the things that didn't make the cut, and I'm sure um, that caused a lot of issues on the Xbox One as well. So they just were like, let's just get rid of it. So and you know a crazy side thing that I was just thinking of. You know what I hope Xbox some somehow integrates in the future. Um, they already have Discord like integrated into Xbox because like now you can set it up so that your Discord will show that you're playing xbox if you're playing xbox yeah um but i would love to see discord integrated into xbox live that'd be interesting yeah i would love it and i know that it's probably hard and discord's an independent company and so i don't want them to be acquired by xbox for that to happen or anything um but if they could do it as two companies and just mutually agree that discord is just kind of a part of xbox i would love that yeah, and to be able to like have it built and like actually use it on your Xbox as well would be yeah. So you could like join Discord voice it chats would, on yeah. Xbox. Yeah, it would be it would be because it it would be a game changer because you know not all times like like sometimes people use it for on their phones and like well 
not everyone can really talk from their phones all the time and yeah. sometimes they have their headsets and you know to be able to like play games with people and just use a discord call is pretty handy so and i think that's the thing is like that's the last thing the discord needs because discord is on your phone now discord is on your computer now um discord is pretty much everywhere where you need it to be except for if you're a console gamer because then you can't listen to console audio and be on a discord call because you have to choose which one you're doing because either you play games and don't hear the audio because you have another headset on your head that's connected to your computer on a discord call or you're listening to game audio but you can't hear anybody on the discord because you can't put on two headsets at once and i've had that i've actually run into that issue many times with our discord calls that's like i'm either like if i'm playing minecraft on the on my xbox or like any other game like i'm on and i'm in a discord call well i can't really use it on my piece on my xbox very well so yeah and like that's the thing and so that's why i feel like they should do it is because especially if xbox would get to it before playstation or ps4 um, which I would never. PlayStation is like the last person to integrate modern technology, <laughs> so yeah. I'm sure they won't have to be fast to beat um, the Switch or Nintendo. Um, but PlayStation, sometimes PlayStation can really get on the curb fast. Um, so I really think Xbox should jump on that while they have that integrated, because PlayStation hasn't integrated Discord into their system yet either. So Xbox is already one step ahead of them. All they need to yeah. do is do the last stretch and just release an official app on Xbox. Just release the Discord app on Xbox. Yeah. That'd be okay. nice. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, back to our news stories now that we got off topic. Um, we just have one I final big news story that I'm excited about. Um, one last thing. Um, I I want to take a step back to Among oh, Us. Yeah. We didn't really talk about it. I just kind of pulled up the Xbox app on my computer. Yeah. Um, so we talked about the new map um, and the release on the Nintendo Switch. We did not talk about they did release it for Xbox Game Pass on the PC. So you do have the option to play it on your PC through Xbox Game Pass uh, oh. for free. Yeah. I we did not mention that. That. Yeah. that I that popped up. I pulled up the Xbox app on my computer and it's the first thing that pops up. So it it does. You do have the option to be able to play it on your PC uh, via um, Game Pass. In on case you everything. haven't hopped on the train already, on Steam. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of nice because, like, if you don't want to, if you don't have the money to pay fifteen dollars for it, because you know, there's a lot of kids that like to play it, but you know, they don't have that extra fifteen dollars for the game on the PC. Well, now they have a chance to get to play it. I was about to say, I don't know. think about it this way too. Game Pass Ultimate is fifteen dollars. So if yeah. you really want to buy it, then just buy Game Pass Ultimate. Now you have that plus a hundred other games. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's kind of nice too because I don't know. I haven't tested how how it runs. Um, I'll, I kind of I might I'm gonna, I think I it might kind do of tomorrow. vibes with Minecraft where obviously the more powerful your PC is, the little bit better it runs. Um, but yeah, ultimately, we'll have to test unless that out you sometime. have like a potato PC, you're probably going to be okay. <laughs> I think we'll have to test that out, and we'll have to kind of give an update on that in the oh, next yeah. episode. And like, you can always test it out on your Switch and uh, bring in your option. You're like your thoughts. I can test it out on the Game Pass on PC. So oh, we I just wanted to kind of take a step back and oh yeah, we can do cross platform now. I forgot that they I I talked about it, and so they added that, so we can we can try doing that. So <laughs> um, we'll have to test that out and see how it runs do, via cross platform. Um, different uh, via like Switch and PC 
uh, through Game Pass. So we'll have to test that out and let you guys know in the next podcast episode. So we'll have to catch up with that. Oh, yeah. And that'll be super fun. Um, so, yeah, finally, the last news story, um, one that I know you're more excited about. So I'll let you lead the charge a little bit on this <laughs> one. Um, but we definitely do need to play this game, too, because I haven't revisited this game in a while. Uh, and I have started playing it again recently, which is ah. I, I love it. I've always loved it. Um, it's always been a, a favorite, even from back in the old ones before there was even online available. Oh my so. gosh. Um, and that game is GTA five. They have a new Kyo uh, Kyo I, I don't know how to say it Perikyo Heights. Um they have they have a new cool heist. <laughs> um, I love how you put a uh, height on the uh I think it's the heights heist. News. Is it? I don't remember. I think so. Uh, Let me check. I am. I'm checking too. Um, no, it's just everywhere I see it, just Ko Perico or Perico uh, heist. So it doesn't add the height. And uh, then, I mean, uh, adding height. I don't think it would be called height either because of the way oh, it's it is set heist. up. I mean, yeah, never mind. You go. Yeah, because I mean, it goes into uh, like you go into a submarine. Like, there's not a lot of stuff you do. Um, like in helicopters or anything so um but the new but this uh, one's so exciting um the one point that i wanted to like pull that you said earlier was just that before i let you go on your whole um fantic about this and how excited (laughs) um i just wanted to say like as a as a developer person like i am obviously really into development and the technical side of gaming Um, GTA 5 is one of those staples that I hope sticks around for a while longer only because we mentioned, we mentioned earlier when we were talking before the podcast, this game has actually been on the Xbox 360, the Xbox one, and they have cross platform play right now to the Xbox series X, but I'm sure very soon it will be optimized for series X so that you'll have, um, real lighting and even more better graphics. Um, but it really is amazing. Now, we were talking earlier. I don't think that they support the Xbox 360 anymore, which is sad. Um, they, yeah, so they have they quit um, sending updates with some of the newer heists. Um, yeah. Obviously, they don't have, like, the Diamond Casino. Uh, they don't have... I don't remember what heist they quit updating it out. Which after. I wonder how they do um, the servers then, because they have to have, like, a dedicated server just for 360 players then. Or they just for, like, def- PS3 and 360. Yeah, so with that, um, you kind of forgot to mention. So uh, it has been across three different generations. Um, it has been out for a long time. So the, the game has been out since 2013. GTA yeah. 5 has been around for seven years, which is coming on eight. So it's, it's say, pretty it's crazy. Like and it's survived through... Yeah, it has survived through um, three different scandals. generations of consoles. Um, which is crazy. It's gone through the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360, the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, and now it is on our um, everyone's favorite new consoles, <laughs> the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. No, which... I think one of those is more popular, but I'm not going to say which one. I have a bias. <laughs> With, uh, in your opinion or in everyone's opinion? <laughs> Honestly, I think that's pretty indecisive because I've been surprised to see... Obviously, both of them being sold out. Now, the one thing that I did learn is Xbox actually does have newer technology in it because they had a lower yield, so they actually have sold less Xboxes right now. 
um, because they there is a new technology called RDNA, um, and what PS4 uses is like RDNA 1.8. Technically, um, it is RDNA 2, but it's the original stripped down version of RDNA 2. Um, the Xbox actually uses RDNA 2 in its full potential, um, which is a GPU engine. Um, and then they both use the exact same processor, which is a Ryzen 3 processor. Um, but I, I am intrigued because it's it's interesting to see. It's like So far, obviously, both of them have been sold out, landlocked. Um, so I'm interested to see in like three months if they both will continue to go punch for punch being sold out. Or if we'll start to see the love for PlayStation 4 come back out and hold through PS5. It'll be in- yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens there. So I am I'm I'm excited and happy. I do think the PS or um I do think the Xbox series the Xbox series in general will be much much more popular than Xbox One original. Um and probably up to snuff of what Xbox One S and X started to pull with. But also obviously PS4 really pulled ahead in sales last year. Um so and I, I almost sh- wonder I almost wonder if um, that isn't because PlayStations have better processing power, and so they are able to run games a lot better than Xbox. I wonder if that isn't one of the cases. Well, that's the thing, and now I'm wondering, because it was Xbox, the Xbox One original and the PS4. The PS4 was slightly more powerful, um, and so now the shoe is on the other foot. Now Xbox technically is coming out with slightly more advanced hardware, even though it's much more marginal than it was with the PS4 and Xbox One original, um, it still is more powerful. So I'm wondering if people will start buying the Xbox One series because it's more powerful, or if they'll still stick with PS4 because they already built up a huge library. Um, and so I am excited to see what they do for that punch for punch. Yeah, and like kind of thinking of that, it's like um, Xbox and PlayStation have always been at a battle with each other, and it's, it's interesting because... Um, Xboxes have always been known to have the better graphic cards. They've always been able to um, show games um, at better picture and um, way more uh, high def definition quality, better than anything. And then PlayStations have always been able to uh, run games a lot faster, a lot quicker, a lot better. So um, it's always been interesting it's always been a fight so to hear that the consoles are kind of switching up on each other is kind of interesting um it'll be definitely interesting to see how that goes oh yeah and this year xbox is probably going to pull out a lot more first party games as well now having i think upwards of 14 studios um up from i think originally four on the xbox they only had about four studios under their name and now they have about 14 buying out tons of huge studios, including Bethesda um, and the entire ZeniMax series of games. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. So I am excited to see what that does, because maybe the next Fallout will be exclusive to Xbox and PC. Um, and who I knows what's going to happen with that. Uh, so I am excited to see what First Party Titles does this year, too, because obviously PlayStation had much more powerful First Party Titles last year. And so now Xbox should, just technically speaking, really have something to fight back with. But who knows? Maybe every single studio, including Bethesda, will just flop. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, there's right, always I that think possibility. We need to, <laughs> I think we need to get back to our uh, topic here. Of the, oh, yeah, uh, sorry. New heist. We kind of got off topic and yeah. went into the uh, specs of consoles, and we really should be talking about this uh, new heist. Uh, new this heist. was just released yesterday, uh, December 15th, as of 2020. Um, so it's December 16th today, so obviously there we it just came out um it have not got to very play interesting yet. there's a yeah i haven't gotten on to check it out yet i'm gonna do that probably tomorrow uh see how that goes um so it's very interesting because there's a lot of different things you have to do before you can even like get into heist preparation or anything um so you need to respond to so you have to respond to miguel madros 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 i don't know uh, son we are of not native Spanish or French speakers. Just so yeah, knows. I'm not. Well, I mean, it's also a new name, so it's like I've not heard it said, so like I can't like repeat it. Um, it's an, it, it's like under the Diamond Casino. Um, you have to like get the entrance, the music locker. Like, there's a lot of stuff. Um, into just starting, getting into this heist. Um, I mean, like one of the requirements is you have to be a ceo president or a vip so like there's a lot to this i believe i'm two out of three (laughs) um but yeah there's a lot to it i i haven't seen much of it i've seen the trailers which it looks like they're taking the game to a whole new level obviously um this isn't a new heist which um by the sounds of it it sounds if i remember correctly it's the biggest online update to GTA 5 um, since its release date. So it'll be very interesting to see where that goes. Uh, I am excited to play it and try it out. Um, I can't wait to dive in. It it sounds and looks like they might have updated part of the GTA 5 map, um, oh. actually. Um, so... I'm not exactly 100% sure, but it, that's what it sounds like. I That'd haven't awesome. checked it out yet. I haven't checked it out yet, so I'll have to kind of go up there. Uh, GTA uh, over here on one of the things it says, uh, happy to see a map. Yep. GTA 5 players might be extremely happy to see a map upgrade after a long period of time. The makers have now confirmed that they will be adding a new heist to the game that is going to be released on December 15th. So they have updated the map. So the map has finally gotten its first update uh, since I think uh, the height. Since no first um, major update, I would say. Yeah, this <clears throat> first actual well map change update because they've they actually have... changed part of the map. They've yeah. added stuff to the map, which isn't too much of a change, but they've actually redone a part of the map and yeah. added to it. So the map is a lot different now. So. Um, that's, and I was about to say, like the big different. thing, um, the big thing, the premise is that like they have done minor map changes for all of the updates to add the bunker locations and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, but they've never done like a major overhaul of the entirety of the island, which it sounds like this is kind of in the realm of what they're doing for this update. Yeah, they've always just added stuff to the map, but yeah. this not with this update. Um, the new heist, they've definitely, they've completely changed a part of the map layout. Um, they've changed the map, the way it looks. So there's a part of the map that you guys will definitely have to go and check out. This will um, definitely it looks be a thing we review. <laughs> yeah, this will be a thing uh, for next week where you get to check it out and everything. Um, 
the payout for this heist is just over a million dollars so it's not a very big payout but i think you'll probably get a little bit more i think you'll get a lot more than that um with going throughout the th- missions and everything oh yeah it's yeah i think that's definitely a guarantee but um the end payout is usually is around a million is just over a million also so, it's so crazy to think christmas is coming up next week yeah like the next um, time that you guys listen to this podcast it's going to be christmas after this episode the next yeah, episode will be, be released on christmas be, is it going to be out on christmas or after christmas because yeah because it would be the because t- it would be that friday and i think christmas is on friday yeah christmas day would be that friday because we'll be so that's so crazy you guys yeah, will hear this podcast after santa came into your house and dropped off presents what the heck? Well, you'll hear you'll hear the first episode. Oh yeah, yeah, you'll uh, hear this episode before that. <laughs> yeah, you'll hear this one, and then the next one will be out. And then the and next we'll have one time to kind of check out some of the stuff. That's crazy. We'll, uh, check out some of these games. Wow, they're gonna be they're gonna be like, oh my god, these people are so behind. They're they're doing the new GTA update while I'm in Cyberpunk falling through the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing the GTA Five update, and I've already completed the heist like oh wow gosh. these guys are way behind well, some just came people, out yesterday there is no way <laughs> some people that actually complete heists in like an entire day i want that kind of energy <laughs> oh i do too but it's like you have to be playing for a long time those you literally have to be on all day for years oh yeah no and you have to like have all the money ready prior to like you have to have done so much prep to be able to do it in a single day <laughs> Oh, yeah, and, like, you have to have, like, the right crew to do it with, because if you're just doing it with a bunch of random people, chances are you're going to get a lot of issues. People either leaving or, like, screwing over or screwing up a lot. So So crazy. If you get the right, if you get the right height, uh, right heist crew, you're definitely golden. (gasps) We should think, (laughs) we should bring bring together all of our crew. I'll buy them all versions of GTA 5, um, and we we bring the Minecraft SMP to GTA. (laughs) I know quite a lot of people, actually a lot of people that I know have GTA 5. So I think Minecraft so, uh, SMP yeah. beats GTA. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, our goal. The Minecraft SMP group is now in GTA 5. Yeah, yeah we, we'll we to, came like, into GTA and, like, and now we own the whole thing. <laughs> That's so crazy. People are, people are still trying to do a whole GTA 6 thing. And it's like there's not going to be GTA 6 for a while. Yeah, like, I'm intrigued what hand- this means for GTA 6. I wonder if this was their last big thing and now they're just going to keep the map up to date and just try to do fun stuff or since they went to through so much trouble of redesigning the map a bit i wonder if this means that gta 5 is probably going to exist for this console generation and maybe gta 6 will finally be on the next console generation there's no actual guaranteed word on gta 6 people have been trying to push that for the last like six years well yeah that too maybe like gta 5 is just the last gta and it's all over (laughs) (laughs) you know like that's always a possibility which i mean they've put so much and i mean we also forgot to talk about they did add on to the storyline so now gta 5 storyline has gotten a bit of an extension uh, and I so guess they for... brought a character from GTA 4, so also for some of you old people, oh, I shouldn't say old people, <laughs> for some of you originals that liked GTA 4 as well, now you get a little bit of an update to what happened officially in the GTA universe at the end of GTA 4. Oh, I remember GTA 4 when... Uh, I never played GTA 4. 
I remember looking up cheat codes and writing them on oh my a piece gosh. of paper just to screw around. I always I had did the play... buzzer cheat. I always had the buzzer cheat. Ah. I had that one. I had that one memorized just to play around, just to screw around. It was I, the um, most fun thing. I now they've play... completely changed it. I did play GTA 3 and GTA San Andreas on my phone because they released mobile versions. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was so crazy. They still are available, and now they can support controller because iOS supports controllers. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, setting it up is always a pain in the butt, though, too. So. Oh yeah, I have like a dedicated Xbox controller just for my iOS <laughs> stuff because I don't want to have to switch. Um, but yeah. So hopefully that update will be really awesome. I'm really happy to see GTA get more updates like that. And like you said, um, you know, I'm feeling like GTA really isn't up the hill from here. I'm thinking that eventually something like GTA 6, GTA Los Angeles, something will be released eventually. Um, but yeah. I definitely think that they are going to really look at GTA 5 more. Because even now, whenever GTA 5 is optimized for Xbox Series X and S, it is still a graphically demanding game. So I'm thinking that it's still going to not run at max settings on the Series I, X and yeah. S. Well, I mean, the newer consoles obviously have like newer generations of all that stuff. So oh, I yeah. almost wonder if the graphics won't, um, once they get it optimized and properly running, if the graphics won't actually be way better. Oh, I think uh, that they're going to be amazing. And because... I hope that there isn't a lot of crashes with that too because honestly oh, yeah. that would that'll suck. But like I would love to see see it played on the new X on the new Series X like oh, yeah. to see the graphics on that would be phenomenal. So Cuz I curious. think cuz like on to the see how that goes. Yeah. Um cuz on the Series X I know they still haven't implemented like on PC there's like proper reflections and stuff like real time reflections. Um, well, not real-time reflections, but really, really nice reflections. Um, and no. so I know some of those still don't show up even on the Xbox One X. And so I'm guessing that maybe... Well, actually, I almost guarantee that the Series X could run that. So I'm guessing that they're probably just going to finish up and just like kind of max out the game. Uh, but then I wonder if they're going to implement any ray tracing or anything like that. Because that would be really awesome in GTA. Oh yeah, it would work so well in GTA, especially because um, they've definitely updated the graphics and everything over the years. And, and they have a very uh, advanced light engine. Oh, they do. And to see if they would add ray tracing would be, the game would probably skyrocket as well. Like, oh yeah. It would take off so fast. And surprisingly, I think GTA would have an easier time with um, ray tracing and stuff than Minecraft. Because Minecraft, you have to remember, you can add and remove objects freely. And so when you have something like real-time ray tracing, it has to update whenever you do that, which is really difficult. Um, so there's continual performance losses that you get. While in a game like GTA, you really don't add objects to the scene because you don't build in GTA. So the only objects that you have to worry about are people and moving vehicles. And then that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. So it's much like... less graphically intensive once you design it properly. Yeah. I so, think it'd be a lot easier to do it in like in a game like GTA versus Minecraft because yeah. there's a lot of stuff you can add to Minecraft versus GTA. So yeah, and it's just possibilities. Like you could fill your entire Minecraft um, world with glass, and now the real time ray tracing has to like put the the single ray of sun through every single layer of glass like that's so hard on a gpu um while in gta 
all you have to do is be like, oh, they're in downtown, start reflecting the sun off of all the glass in the windows of the skyscrapers. Yeah, because you really don't see into anything like that, so it'd be a lot easier. Yeah, and just that, like, there's no crazy objects happening. Like, the game knows everything that's supposed to be there or could possibly be there. Yeah. Um, While Minecraft, it just has to be reactive. Uh, So this should be really awesome. I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see it on the next generation. And it sounds like this update has been crash-free, which has been a relaxer. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, it's only been out for a day, so you never know. Yeah, let's not cross our words. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's, uh, let's hope for the best there, too. So it's been out for a day. Uh, It sounds like it's been going pretty well, but... um, yeah, definitely gotta hope and uh, check it out for ourselves and oh yeah, see what help what happens. But I think that's all the news that we have for recently. I think that's all the really big news that's like imperative and been really hitting home this week. Um, I think uh, in terms of we could probably throw in Call of Duty into that mix because I think we've kind of already talked about um, Cyberpunk, Minecraft, GTA Five. Like we've already talked about that stuff. I think we could probably just throw Call of Duty in there a little bit. Oh yeah, what what new Call of Duty just released? I almost forgot. Uh, so Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War has yes, just released it. about a month ago, I would say. Yeah, um, sure. the, I have not seen anything of the, I've seen trailers of the, uh, campaign. Yeah. I have not seen the campa- campaign itself. Well, I might buy it mainly for the campaign. I was about to uh, say, I have seen reviews of the campaign and I've seen some live streams of it. Um, and I will say it does look excellent, and I have not seen any review that's any worse than like neutral about it. Um, yeah. So it sounds like it, the campaign is, is one of the best ones that they've made in a while. It is very interesting though, because it is supposed to take place like directly after Black Ops One, which, yeah, is, which quite is quite a I think surprise. So because popular. which is quite a surprise because it's like Black Ops One. Um, they came up with Black Ops Two, which is like uh, thirty years later after yeah. black ops one so and to go and then they just kind of progressed on games from there and going farther into the future yeah. and to see a game like this kind of go back in time back into like continuing an old storyline like that is very interesting and um, i think it was partially just because people really liked that storyline and i think a lot of people just wanted to see what happened in between those years and yeah so and it's definitely it so popular probably probably because it picks up like directly after which is very cool so i i gotta i gotta get on and try and check that out i gotta buy that and get that checked out um it sounds a lot like a lot of people are really kind of hating the multiplayer the maps seem way too big uh the gameplay is quite difficult um it seems like a lot of people are um really upset with the way the game is running in terms of um like when you go to kill someone uh your bullets obviously aren't doing the damage that they're supposed to or you know you're just getting outplay you're getting outgunned by guns that you're not supposed to so the game and i mean the kill cams they've they've screwed up the kill cams um everybody likes it when it's like final kill or something like that well they have this play the game system which they implemented back in i think black ops 3 was the first time they actually implemented that yeah actually may actually might have been advanced warfare um i think they implemented that what no it was black the play of the game i think that was Um, black ops 3 yeah advanced warfare still had the regular yeah it's still had but you know they implemented that black up back in black ops 3 but it seems like 
that's all you can get. It's always play of the game in this, so there's no final kill, which a lot of people are really upset about that. Um, obviously, I don't think they're going to change it. Uh, it's definitely a lot better when it's like you get an actual play of the game. Like someone gets like a quadruple kill. Well, it's showing a play of the game of a guy getting one kill. It's a headshot, and then he runs around for two minutes and then gets another kill two minutes later, and it's like, well, that was just a waste of a kill cam. Like, this guy gets a quadruple kill with a Molotov or something, and it's like, this other guy gets a kill with a with a, a, a pistol, and it's a headshot. And it's like, it, it, the play of the game system is very broken. Um, or yeah, it's, it's like, very odd. you know... Just doesn't and it, seem it gives, correct to what would be awesome to see. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it, they don't have final kill, and it's like a lot of times the final kill is probably the best thing to watch. It's sometimes the funniest thing to watch. Well, you they give you play of the game, and it's like you don't even get to see it again. So it, it's really screwed up a lot. They've really screwed up with that uh, in terms of kill cams. Um, the gameplay is it's running uh, amazingly. But a lot of people are not happy with the way some of the guns are working, um, and terms like that. So it's it's tough to see. A lot of people are really hating the multiplayer. A lot of people have started going back to Modern Warfare to play multiplayer, which kind of sucks because it's taking away from that. But uh, they just got to work on fixing some of their stuff. Oh yeah. Um, but zombies, zombies, I will say, has skyrocketed in uh, views. Um, I've seen a lot. Even I've seen only the starter map that you get with the game. That's oh, all yeah. I've seen, and it is by far one of the most popular maps that has ever come out um, for Call of Duty. I've the heard way the nothing game, but good things about it. Yeah, no, it is amazing, and people. There have been a few bugs, but I mean, they're like they're funny glitches where I was like, about to say, they're like the characters that you can't really control. Yeah, they're like things where it's like it's not going to affect the game at all. It's like. On other people's screens, it's like the arms glitch back in like World at War, where you could look straight up and run, and your character just looked really stupid. Um, it's just like a gl- like small little glitches like that. It's just um, it- it's just like video glitches that don't affect the game at all. Um, if they're not bugging the game out at all, but you know, the gameplay is amazing. They've added so much to do. There's a lot of different there's a lot of different missions and different ways you can go about it. So, to see them implemented is is amazing, and the fact that the zombies now have a health bar uh, makes oh, it yeah. a lot more interesting because I love you can definitely that. tell if like you have a crawler how, how close it is doing. to dying. Yeah, yeah, or like how like you can test out how much damage your weapon does. Yeah, or like uh, how close like if you make a crawler like obviously yeah, they bleed that. out and die over time. Yeah. Um, you can finally see how much health it has left and how much time you have before it's actually going to die. Yeah. So the fact that all that's implemented has is phenomenal, and yeah, lots I can't of people thought that was weird at first. Lots of people I saw is... thought that was kind of weird yeah. at first, and then like give it a week, everybody was like, "Never mind, I absolutely love this. This was a great idea." <laughs> well, I mean, it's a new it's a new concept because we've seen Call of Duty multiplayer games have that in the past. Um, they've had similar things to that but we've never seen it where zombies have health bars which yeah. is which is a completely different turnaround and it caught people off guard because yeah, they I think it's awesome nobody though. knew about it yeah they 
that's the funny thing. When they were teasing and putting out teaser trailers, they didn't put out any teaser trailers about the yeah, zombies. I was about to say, I didn't think I saw anything about they like, zombies or they didn't put out, they, Yeah, they didn't put out any teaser trailers about zombies because they wanted to keep it as secretive as possible because Aww. they really went out. They, they wanted to make it ex- extra special, and they yeah. definitely have. The map, the layout, everything that happens, it's amazing. And it's like, the way things work, it's like you have to get to an Xville site, and it's like if you don't kill all the zombies in time, um, which I have heard that there are some bugs in um, when it comes to that. Oh yeah, because uh, you have to kill a certain amount of zombies before you can get to the Xville site. Yeah, and there seems to be a glitch right now where that you can't find the last zombie, oh, and that's so, so it prevents. Yeah, so like when the timer runs out, well, you can't kill the last zombie because it doesn't it doesn't pop up yeah Pierre. and so it really screws you over because well you the helicopter gets shot down and you get you die and lose because you can't get to, you can't win with the last zombie glitching out like that so yeah. um that's a bug that they're definitely gonna have to fix um it doesn't happen all the time but it is very common um but otherwise it's very interesting to see how well this zombies is done and how how well it's taken off Oh, yeah. And the only thing that I do want to mention, um, I've been the bearer of bad news for this episode, but I just feel like I should mention this. The one thing that has always annoyed me, and I just looked up just to check, um, and it still is true, is that Call of Duty is one of the only games in the entire universe that still denies to put everything on dedicated servers. Um, Now, with the last two Call of Duties, they've had a mixed server specialties so some game modes will dedicate to player to player gaming um and then some games because they're really intensive or have a lot of people will be on dedicated servers so they did that same strategy with call of duty black ops cold war um but apparently the cold war dedicated servers are set to um 20 gigahertz which is bad (laughs) yeah how kilohertz works is um, depending on how many hertz there is, that's how many times the client gets updated on what's happening on the server. So most games suggest for just any run-of-the-mill game that you have it at 50 kilohertz because that's enough updates that most hardware would not have any noticeable lag or anything from that. Um, but for first-person shooters, some places like Black o- um or Battlefield and other places like that have pushed the envelope of up- upwards of 100 kilohertz because first-person shooters are really intensive, and whenever you get into the professional league, um, a millisecond could be the difference between your team winning and losing. And so they've been really pushing for the, the dedicated servers to be much more responsive, and so that was very disappointing. Um, and then obviously some game modes are still player-to-player, Um, which has existed since Xbox um, 360 and PS3. Uh, And that means that somebody, whoever creates the match first, hosts the entire match on their console. Um, Yeah, they need to fix that because that that causes a lot of lag issues and it's over a lot of people. I saw it a lot on an Xbox 360. I have have great internet and I'm playing against someone from like china or something who gets yeah. terrible internet and well what am i doing i'm lagging around the map i can't pull i can't I even pull to the say, trigger it's not even... the time. so they they would it was so bugged out like they, yeah. they need to fix that like especially with cross-platform now yeah 
Like, that is a big thing that needs to be, like, updated. Like, you can't have a 360 and a PlayStation, and it's running off of, like, one or the other. Yeah. Because that's just going to cause a lot of issues because of the way that the different consoles run. And I was about Um, to say, it's honestly not even, like, Wi-Fi ability. It's just that you never know who you're going to be matched made with. And so if you live in, let's say, you live in Pennsylvania, um, and then somebody else lives in, you know ecuador or china or somewhere else like that then the physical time that the internet takes to travel from your location to their location is just so long that both of you could have like gigabit ethernets on your console and there's still just too much physical distance for the latency to not be really really bad um and so it's not even about wi-fi anymore it's honestly just that like that's just not a legitimate way to run a game (laughs) Yeah, and it's, um, they need to. They really should update that. I mean, Call yeah. of Duty, like they Treyarch don't make any money. <laughs> yeah, like Treyarch and all that. Like they they make way more money in like selling one COD game than they than they expect. And I feel like they could definitely put tar- some of that money towards better servers and stuff like that. It would yeah, the they're games not much a poor better. Company. And, and I feel like if people had better servers and stuff like that, um a lot more people would probably be playing the game more often or like even paying for stuff in oh, yeah. game content because it would make the game more enjoyable because you actually get to enjoy the stuff that you're paying for because you actually get to use it yeah. versus like you like nobody wants to pay for it if they're just going to lag around the map and not get to see see it see their stuff and that's so. my main point is just that I love Call of Duty. I have always preferred Call of Duty over Battlefield. Um, even Titanfall, I've really fallen in love with Titanfall lately, but I still kind of like Call of Duty just slightly more than Titanfall. Um, but one of the reasons that I always have a reason to hate them is because of this, because, you know, the technology has gotten better. I don't notice as much lag on Call of Duty servers and all this other stuff. Like, it has gotten a lot better player-to-player gaming. But at the end of the day, Microsoft Azure, um... Amazon Web Services, Google Web Services. Like, there are so many giant server hosts that are literally, that literally let you run servers um, with cents on the dime. And so you are capable. I could run a Call of Duty server. I could probably get the entire Call of Duty server farm running myself, being a poor college student that's in debt. So if a giant company like Treyarch is telling me that they don't have enough money for dedicated servers, I just really do not believe that. <laughs> yeah, and I think they just really don't want to put it towards them. Yeah, I just really think it's laziness. Just, yeah, which, I mean, they've been making Call of Duty games for, like, two decades a now. A very, and it's very like, long time. Yeah, it's been about two decades, if not, like, slightly more. Yeah. And so it's like they could really, they really need to finally hop they on the train enough- and be like, yeah. yeah, they have enough money. They've rebuilt their um, engines for each game series like two or three times. And so they've had plenty of opportunity to integrate really nice server software into their game engines and stuff. And they've chosen every single time to not do it. And it's not expensive. The creators of Among Us, which is a, a, a team of two, now three, but originally when it was made, just a team of two, were able to integrate dedicated servers and integrated technology into their game and they don't make tons of money on among us among us is 15 dollars on steam that's the most and it's money free on make. ios yeah it's free on ios and a lot of and and even game passes well 
they make yeah. some money off of Game Pass, but it's still not yeah, like unbelievable. And they're only making like five dollars off a of Switch, which you know that's not a whole lot, but yeah. like it's free on iOS. And but how many people play service. on iOS? Yeah, like a lot of people play on iOS, and the most of their money that they're making is either coming from Steam, um, or some add-ons. Game Pass, Game Pass, uh, Switch, or in-game content that people pay for, which is yeah. like five five bucks or something like that to get yeah. everything in game oh yeah um so they're really they're like it's just the way it is oh, and yeah. they need to to fix stuff oh yeah but like Call i said Duty maybe is, they'll get it in yeah in order eventually hopefully they get something yeah. um, eventually it's gonna get to the point where people aren't ju- are just not gonna play it because they can't because everyone's just they can't play because of the way that yeah. the game runs, and then they'll finally fix their ways of playing, and you know, put oh, some yeah. money towards that stuff. I mean, they, if they did that, they could probably, like, if they really needed to make some of that money back, they could probably raise a few items in their shop by a few bucks, like, it, or add more stuff to the shop. Like, it's not that hard. Yeah, Fortnite's been doing it for how long now? And it obviously, yeah, it's just like what they three, are... four, like three years, four years now. And they are extremely rich, so that's obviously not a bad business model. Yeah, and it's funny, because it's a free game, and they're making money off a game that's completely free. Yeah, you are not required to buy a single thing in Fortnite to enjoy it. No, and like they're making a ton of money, because you know, that's all it takes. You could make a completely free game. Like, there's a lot of games out there that are completely free. I mean, like I play like, like mobile games like Clash of Clans, Clash Royale. I don't have to buy anything in that. It's completely free, and they still and the creators of those games still make like tons of money Clash because of, of all the in-game content. Clash of Clans it, is um, hosted on dedicated servers. <laughs> yeah, yeah I right. There's that. another one that's you know they're totally dedicated servers, <laughs> and they're a mobile game. Yeah, so it's just disappointing. But hopefully the next COD, or maybe halfway through this COD's lifespan, they'll rethink it. I did see they were already talking about the next Call of Duty. They were already starting to talk about teasers and stuff, which is ridiculous. Um, yeah, well, that's just what they do. I know. They need to take a break. They need to do a COD, like, every other year, and then maybe we wouldn't have these problems. <laughs> yeah, but that's just the thing. Like, they do it every year, and now it's just, like, a demand for it. I Personally, feel like it's not though, because most people still play a lot of the old CODs because they weren't done with them. <laughs> Black Ops Two. They just sent an update through Black Ops Two. I think it was a year and a half ago, and they sent an update to keep the to update the servers and everything, yeah. and flushed out anybody who modded. So anybody who was using mods or hacks of some sort mm-hmm. got banned, and yeah. they flushed all of those people out. Like they sent an update through because. Uh, Black Ops 2 came back for a little bit. Like, you didn't really see it, but it yeah. kind of came back for a little bit. Yeah. Um, which was kind of nice, because it's like, I like to go back and play all the zombies maps like that oh, I, yeah. I bought and everything. Like, I love those maps. They were the best. And oh, now 100%. it's just like, I can't really do anything now. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, hopefully they'll get that in order. And, obviously, the stay-at-home isn't making it easier. Um, but I think that they'll they'll figure it out eventually. And if they don't, it's not like they don't have enough money to just take a hit on two or three games. So, like, they'll figure it out. I'm sad to say that it has to be like that, but it is. They just don't really fully care uh, what they do, but they'll figure it out. <laughs> and I think with that, it's like... So, one of them... I feel like their most hated game 
that they create that they came out with was Call of Duty Ghosts. Uh, and, yeah, it's debatable. And it sucks because it's. I like, enjoyed Aliens. I I did too, and it was like everybody hated it, and it was like it's oh. pretty much the exact same thing as Zombies. I think it was the one of the. No, I, I did hate. I did hate the inverted controls though. It had inverted controls by default. And young Bryce never knew how to switch them, and it was so difficult for me. Hmm. I never. I don't remember. I don't remember inverted controls. Personally. Yeah, where you like to look up, you push your stick down, and to look down, you push your stick up. Hmm. I it's don't so remember simple, inverted controls in that game, but it's so fair. painful. I yeah, I never remember, and I uh, remembered inverted controls, but that was just me. Yeah. Um. But it was like everybody hated the multiplayer. The multiplayer did kind of suck. I will admit that the that maps were too, too big. Bad. Well, the maps were way too big for the they game modes, um, and people would sit and camp in the stupidest corners where that's you can't thing. ever kill them. One of the and, reasons, like that obviously they... that, obviously that's every Call of Duty. But like yeah. that one, it was just beyond terrible for it. And that's another thing. That's one of the reasons that they limit the amount of players that can play online is because player ver- um, player to player connections only support so many connections. So if they would just host them on dedicated servers, their design team wouldn't have to keep making smaller maps. Their design team could make the huge maps they want to and just have 50 players on those maps instead of two. Yeah. That's another thing, but that's, you know, like I said, they have to change to make that change. <laughs> yeah, and it and it sucks. I mean, Ghost was one of my favorites um, in terms of like older games. Um, the multiplayer sucked. I will admit that I never played a lot of that. I played Aliens. I liked it. It was um, it was pretty much just zombies. I don't know why people hated it. It was zombies, but you had more objectives to do. Like you had to survive rounds, which is what and there was zombies a little bit. Is of a diverse selection of aliens as well. Like there were some of those like yeah. stingers and stuff. Yeah. I mean, but it does add, um, but if you think about it, it's like you had the different kinds. Cause like in zombies, you have the different kinds of zombies. You have the regular, you have the juggernauts, you have some of the special abilities. Yeah. Um, like in exo zombies, you had the ones that knocked out your abilities. Yeah. You had the explosive ones. Like there's all the different zombies. It was just a little different with aliens. Like it was just a redesign. Yeah. I don't understand why people hated that. It was just zombies just redesigned a different way to kind of match the theme of the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I agree. And it sucked. But, I mean, and my favorite part of Ghost was the campaign. The the graphics of the campaign and everything was laid out way ahead of its time. It was oh, yeah. amazing. The graphics and were... I was never the, much of a campaign lady. I'm not going to lie. I've never really gotten into the campaigns. I do enjoy all of them. But I would never buy a card just for the campaign. But that's just how I am. <laughs> oh, I would have. I would have bought. I would I buy Ghost just for the campaign. First-person shooter. That's like why I buy it. <laughs> yeah, but I love the campaign. It was one of my favorite campaigns, and it sucked because they left you on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Like you, you got dragged away at the end. Yeah. yeah of I the do of that. it, and you, and you just we never got a second one, so we don't know what happened, and that 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 really upsets me because the COD community kind of took that away and they wouldn't let us have that second one to see where it led yeah. everyone hated the game so much because of the well, multiplayer well, co- community the the cod development team no it was the community the community has a big because the community has a big impact on uh what the game 
does. Oh, so, because they ghosts, did one another ghosts. Well, it was because of the multiplayer. Multiplayer is one of the top rated things. Yeah. Um, and no, but everybody I mean, like, hated the community affected it because everybody hated ghosts. Yeah, if everyone yeah. hated it, um, like it didn't get a lot. Like a lot of people didn't even play it. A lot of people went and played the older version. Yeah. So it didn't get a lot of playing. Yeah. Playing time. I feel like a lot of people played it for the campaign. Oh yeah. And that was it. Yeah. And the people that played it for like the aliens, like there were they were the people that didn't mind. It was something new, something different that they wanted to try. Well, mm. people hated that, so they never continued doing that. Yeah. Well, go back and look. Go and look at um, Infinite Warfare. Look at the zombies oh, see, there. Infinite it is, Warfare it is the so same different. Thing, though. Like, that's why I don't think they yeah. ever followed up with Infinite Warfare because everybody well, that was a... that there was, like, so many technology zombies and it, well, you could fly around and stuff, and they just hated that. Infinite Warfare was one of those I loved games Infinite where it was... Warfare. I love the zombies. I hate the multiplayer. I loved the campaign, everything. I think the I multiplayer... I don't remember much of the campaign. I think why... Honest. The campaign was horrible. Um, no, <laughs> I do remember right. that. I but, think the campaign was probably one of those ones where it was like, it's a one-time series thing, and that's it. Like, it was meant to be Well, just I think it was game. a minor continuation, but I remember it not being a big deal. Um, but I feel like the reason I loved Advanced Warfare was only because it's a lot like Titanfall. And, like, there's a lot of verticality. That's the problem is, like, with how it is, like, the war games, you always have, like, grounds on fighting. Like, that's never changed. And so it was nice to have another game that, like, changed it up and tried something different. Um, but obviously people don't like when you do that all the time. And so I think that's why Advanced Warfare really failed. It, well, Advanced Warfare was more popular. Um, the campaign was definitely, like, Advanced Warfare was just, a, like, a one-and-done kind of thing. Because the series... Uh, the series, like, that one was, a like, you complete the campaign and, like, that was it. Like, there was no, like, real way that there's going to be a continuation after that one. Um, but Infinite Warfare, um, i trying to remember. Infinite Warfare. I'm looking into it a little bit. The Infinite Warfare campaign sucked. Um. Well, I shouldn't say it sucked. It just definitely, there's been It wasn't the best. It wasn't the best. better ones. Um, but they're zombies. It's like, people hated... Oh, it was released um, in 2016. It wasn't even that long ago. No, these some of these are pretty new and like that. Yeah. But it's like Infinite Warfare had a zombies where it's like one of the maps is you're just killing like zombie dogs, which is the exact same thing as pretty much. It was pretty much just a remake of Ghost, yet people would play it and lo- and love that. Yet they hated Ghost, which makes no sense because the same people that hated Ghost for the fact of extinction didn't mind that map which kind of makes me mad and then they add and it's like oh they added in so many other things well yeah go back and look at infinite warfare look at the maps they had um there's the zombies in spaceland the first map you play they added aliens and stuff like all these random extra things like like clowns and all sorts of stuff that come and like attack you and it's like how is it that that is any different than the extinction game mode with, yeah like the they're pretty much extinction was pretty much like you're just truly like it's pretty much just like dog rounds all the yeah. time how is that any different okay, than yeah. what they in, implemented there and it was just they kind of they screwed it up and like people screwed up with that and since because of it like we're not getting a second ghost and that's just a, a 
that's like one of the it's like a movie that's just not gonna get its continuation yeah yeah it so. does really suck and it was just hard for the entire series and like i said infinite warfare fell to the same fate it's just Call of duty just has a rough time um it's always the community the community has a massive impact on what comes next see i feel like it's the developers have to give it some love too because like okay in the case yeah. of infinite warfare they just chose to kind of like let the campaign fall to the wayside make zombies really cool um but then they don't push like they after hearing one bad thing from the community they don't push on um well i think with uh, infinite warfare um a lot of because multiplayer the online multiplayer uh pvp stuff is always the most popular yeah um so with that it was too technologically advanced and people hated that like black ops 3 um was kind of like yeah we're getting there we enjoyed it because it was fun everyone loved black ops 3 but advanced warfare took a step way too far and so that's why the next year the next game to come out out after advanced warfare or infinite warfare not advanced warfare after infinite warfare was world war 2 to take a step back and go from technology advancement to older technology and that's why world war 2 um and some of those the games pulling back from all that advanced technology have started to become more popular again because the advanced technology kind of ruined the game and the way you played because they added all these extra random things that just kind of took away from the original cod that everyone call of duty that everyone loved and to take a step back like with um, World War II. Um, what, what was the one they came out came out with after that? It was. Um, well, they uh, had Modern Warfare. Remastered Modern Warfare that came out with Infinite. Yeah, but there's like the new Modern Warfare, which oh, yeah, yeah. I think is the one that came after. Um, I believe I I could be wrong. I think there's one I'm probably missing. Um, and now there's Black Ops Cold War, where there there's no technology. There's no like exo jumps and all that extra stuff because people like that kind of took away from call of duty and the feel of it um so to kind of take a step back and what they're doing um people have really um really enjoyed it and enjoyed that so yeah oh black ops 4 that's the one i'm missing because it went world war 2 and then black ops 4 but Black Ops 4 was kind of a letdown, personally. It was okay. It could have been better. There was no campaign. It was yeah, all... I think that was, that was its probably biggest weakness. Yeah, that was that was one of the things that kind of really took away from it, so... Well, yeah. But, yeah, it's tough. the new Call of Duty Cold War. A little trashy. Their history isn't great, but it's okay. We'll, it's we'll it's survive. still... It's only the first month, though, so they have a lot of room to improve yet still, yeah. too. So we'll and see what they do. maybe they'll flip some stuff that we say. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. Or maybe I'm they'll sure just there's... be stuck in their old ways. Yeah, I guess we'll see what they do. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited either way just to see where that goes and see if it flops or makes it. Um, and yeah. hopefully that makes them think a little bit more about the next game. <laughs> yep. Well, I think that does wrap up all the news that we had, though, correct? I believe so. Okay. That should be, because otherwise the rest of the stuff would be just talking about stuff that we've um, already kind of talked about throughout the today's episode. So, yeah. um, um, so finally we just have a little, yeah, I think that, uh, we covered a lot of stuff. Um, like I said, thank you all for listening to our first amazing podcast. 
Um, oh, it's a long one. Yes. Uh, we'll obviously have <laughs> a lot more um, in the future. We have a lot more cleanup to do. I'll be doing a lot more audio stuff in the future and everything like that. But this was a nice icebreaker. It was a little bit of a longer-winded podcast. And I think this is our kind of goal is to have a little bit of a longer-winded podcast. But try not to make it unbearable. Um, <laughs> I think this one was probably a little unbearable, to be honest. It was fine. <laughs> I, I did kind of ramble on about some things. But, I mean, I have my own opinions. And it's like, I'm taken after games that I've, oh, yeah. I've loved forever. GTA, I've always loved. Call of Duty, I grew up playing Call of Duty. I, it's been my favorite game forever. Oh, yeah. Regardless of whatever one it is, it's I've always grown up playing it. So it's always been, it's always cut deep. For me so yeah. it's i i have a lot to say about it oh yeah um but yeah so i hope that you all enjoyed if you want to see more podcasts like this you're always welcome to come to my twitter my youtube um trevor's youtube twitter everything uh well actually trevor doesn't have twitter but we'll get yeah i do that. oh never mind he does yeah um, i do but you're welcome to visit any of those social media or whatever reach out to us and talk to us about the I podcast oh my gosh um and in the future we'll of course do more with this podcast more with our minecraft series and we'll have tons of updates for you every single week um so thank you guys for watching please subscribe to the podcast like us and give us a good rating on all your podcast apps um and definitely check back this time friday next week uh and until next time i will see you guys later trevor got anything else to add take care guys see y'all later bye bye